In today's society, there are very few places where you can still be yourself, and the freedom of expression actually exists. Page 108, paragraph 3, no joke dealing with flatulence, excretion, urination, ejaculation, or other bodily functions. Also paragraph 2, Until now. You sound hot as hell and I listen to you every night. You son of a bitch. You make me sad your baby before I go to sleep. You're not dental sister! Welcome into El Jefe's Hideout, where real people with fake names and invisible faces create the ultimate in reality radio. You can live through us. Um, it's just too bad that you can't sniff our fingers through the radio. El Jefe's Hideout on Washington's 106.7 WJFS. Me gente! Let's finally do this damn thing. Welcome into The Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Your Saturday Night Brothers are here with you, and we will be for the next four hours. During that time, you can always get a hold of us at 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. The AOL for Broadband Instant Messenger is ready to go. AOL for Broadband, our content partner, and we always uh, keep up all of the various lines of communications on the Internet. And uh, that is JFK Elhefe. J-F-K-E-L-J-E-F-E. Love the chat with you. <sighs> Where's the 180? Oh, yeah. We'll have to grab some 180. We need a 180 for this weekend. I cannot even begin to tell you the monstrosity of a weekend that it has been so far. Let oh, me, let me... It's been hell on very different levels for both of us. Yes, for the, for the two of us separately, thank God, J-Dubs, we have each other. I if, know. If nothing else, thank God. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to completely explain everything, and this is something that I think, especially what happened to me, Dubs, that people in the city of Washington, D.C., more than anything else, will be able to relate to. First, let me tease some of the things that are, we have coming up tonight. MidnightMonkey.com. Midnight, uh, N-I-T-E, Monkey.com. Our buddy Ton is going to be joining us back on the show as we are going to play a little game called The Device is Right, as we have more sex toys to give out to you. It's kind of a different spin on it, too. We're, uh, we got a really hot tr- chick to read the descriptions of the various devices, so it sounds really, really sexy. And we're going to give this stuff out to you. That will happen during the 8 o'clock hour. Um, some female friends are stopping in to hang out with us. Um, uh, we we got a, seriously like a ton of stuff that we want to get to. I, I, I forgot in all this madness that's been going on. I got to tell you about my trip to Matt Albert's place. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. We got to do uh, the Matt Albert recap. That, that was only a week ago? That was a week ago. Jesus. Believe it or not, that happened a week ago. Jesus Christ. So, uh, And I have audio. Audio from the Matt Albert trip. Because here, let me, to recap, Matt Albert is a friend of ours. We met through the show. Big, fat, 19-year-old virgin whom we tried to get laid at one point. Uh, it didn't work out for him. I decided I didn't want to go hang out at his place, and so I went to Frederick last Sunday. And I've got one hell of a story for you considering that. And whether or not it really is a good idea to um, go to a listener's house. I think I already know the answer. <laughs> you may. So we'll share that with you. Also, the, the president had the State of the Union address. 
And so we will have the state of the hideout address. It's something that uh, we have done at our various radio stations. I like to kind of look back at the year that was, set some lofty goals for the year to come, uh, just as the president, you know, likes to recap on what's gone on in the United States. We like to consider the same thing in our little dungeon here in the JFK compound in uh, what we call the hideout. Again, 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. So all of that, and then something that I am so excited about, J-Dubs. Yeah. Tommy, last week, during uh, somewhat of a, an altercation with another friend of ours, Alexis, dropped a bombshell that his girlfriend, that he has a girlfriend. Yeah, he, he's had a girlfriend for a month and a half now and has not told us about it. Let me let me play you this thing real quick, J-Dubs. I've got something over here that I want to play for you. Okay. Um, here we go. Previously on El Hefe's Hideouts. Okay, I hate you guys, Rick, but I've actually been dating someone for the past <laughs> month and a half. What? How do you hide that from us? No, 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 seriously, you got a girlfriend. Yeah, actually, I don't have any pictures of her. No, how can... What is this, like a Fez Watley kind of thing? She's in Canada? No, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I bet this chick doesn't exist. I, I, I think for how mad he is, she exists. Would you put it past Tommy to make this chick up? I, I don't think he's making it up. I, I have a gut feeling he's not making this up. I don't want... I didn't bring up... For a reason, because I knew obviously you guys are going to bring it up on the air, which is something I didn't want. We got to bring the stinking studio. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who's banging up, you hang up. He's pissed. <laughs> he just dropped the bombshell. Yeah. That he's got a chick. Why is this such an uncomfortable topic? Man? Obviously, I didn't want to bring it up. I didn't know he had I'm pissed at him that he has a girlfriend. I mean, we're all supposed to know each other. How have you been hiding a girlfriend for a month and a half? Obviously, I didn't want to bring it up. We have an understanding. You know, if, if we really don't want something brought up, we bring up to the person before we go on the air. Well, that's real good for you guys. Where you going, dude? Alright, so, and for those of you that don't know our producer, Tommy Bateman, he's a serial killer kind of a dude, very lonely, sad sack. It's one of those things where you, you work with somebody, you know somebody, we've known him since like August. Uh, and for the fact that he'd be hiding something like this from us for a month and a half, you feel, I mean, I consider him one of my better buds here in D.C. There's you, Dubs, there's Cameron, Gray, operations manager, and then I'd say Tommy's next on the list. And for Definitely. him to be hiding something like that, that's really weird. It, it, it is very strange. But she is here tonight. We get to meet her, and we haven't seen her yet. I'm so excited about that. But first, but first... Allow me to rant just for a second. Dubs, how was your weekend? What did you do? You want me to go first? I, I, I don't know what I want to do first. What do you think? We can go into my weekend first. I have no problem with that. Let's go in chronological order. Let's talk about your weekend because okay. I would like to stew just a little bit further. My, my weekend actually started Friday morning because I had the big bus trip to Wisp with the listeners and uh, with the Ryan Fez listeners. And uh, we get here to leave at 8 a.m. So everybody's here, grouped up, 8 a.m. in the sales pit. And we're sitting here, 8.30 rolls around. The bus isn't here yet. I call the bus driver that has mechanical problems, which will happen. He's like, And uh, they said, you know, give us another half hour. Half hour, fine. Half hour goes by. Another half hour goes by. Another half hour goes by. Hour and a half after I called, bus shows up, 10 o'clock. All the salespeople are in the uh, 
in the cells. In the cells here working at, here at because, JFK. Uh, because I planned on us being out before any salespeople got in at 9 a.m. We have some listeners that are sleeping in people's cubicles. <laughs> and what are the listeners like? Tell me about the listeners. So, I mean, was it? A, I mean, it's Rana Fez, uh, Rana Fez uh, listeners that won this ski trip with you up to Wisp. Was it, was it a very diverse crew? Yeah, it was uh, actually a very like surprises and you know, surprisingly good diverse. You know, we had a little bit older. A lot more younger crowd, actually. Nice. And w which was good for me, because I'm a younger guy, and uh, I like to hang out with people that I can relate to. And everybody, primo. I, we didn't have one problem with any listener. All right. And you know from experience, going out with listeners can be a nightmare sometimes, because they don't know the boundaries. Uh, Dubs and I, in fact, used to take a couple of... Uh, remember the first time you and I really hung out was a bus trip when we were working in Michigan. We took a trip over to Cedar Point, Ohio. Yeah, the theme park over the, there. The, 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 uh, the Six Flags, King's Dominion type yes. theme park. And being on a bus full of listeners... Now, there's th th this was a rock station bus of listeners. Yeah, and it's not like the DC 101 kind of rock station where it's oh. kind of like the, you know, or HFA. This it's is mullet. Yeah, mullet rock, 98 rock out of Baltimore, that kind of stuff. Just mullet. Remember the dude that had the mullet and was missing his teeth? That's what I was going to say. We, we brought this up before. <laughs> and uh, he, he had no, uh, he had his front two teeth, but the two on the side were rotted out. And he was on the bus drinking whiskey, talking about how he's a vampire. <laughs> and his two fang teeth were, you know, just rotted to the core. He was trying to convince us the whole time uh, that his band was going to make it and that he was <laughs> that he was a vampire. And I think I even still have those pictures oh, do you? of us at Cedar Point uh, on, uh, on, on one of the big rides. That guy was attached to the hip the whole time. Remember that? He was in the lines in these long three-hour lines with us to get on, I don't know, like the Magnum and all these different roller coasters. But, but just just disgusting. He smelt bad, and he was checking out young chicks. And, that, and that's the rock radio. This is different. We have a higher kind of class listener here at WJFK, and especially the Ron and Fez show. So everybody was nice and cool. You guys, yeah. the bus finally gets here. You're headed up to Wisp. What happens? We get in the bus, and... It, you know, it was a, it was set up perfectly. Nice, warm bus. So we take off, take down the road. My girlfriend's sitting right next to me, and she's like, "It's a little drafty in here." I'm I'm, I'm fine. Uh, there there might be like a little crack in the window or something. You want to trade me seats? She's like, "No, it's fine." Swear to God. Ten minutes later, everybody's just shivering. The the heating system totally went down. And you're still on what, like 66? Yeah, we're still on 66. No heat. So we're, we're riding. You could actually see your breath. This was only about 15 minutes into it. You could see your breath. It was crazy. Wow. <laughs> so, and this is yesterday, right? I mean, it was balls-ass cold yesterday. I mean, and to be confined in a place where it's, because it's bad enough when you're outside, but then there's something about being stuck like, and this is an example, you were running low on gas whenever we were driving in, and I don't know if you've ever done this, when you're running low on gas and you feel like you got to make it, you turn off, 
like the yeah. heater and the air conditioner. But right now, you turn off the heater, and you're right, man. You're immediately your toes start getting cold, and you're like, God damn, I'm in a moving car. Why is it so cold right now? Yeah, but all the windows are up. Why? What, what's going on here? But all of you are moving in this in this in this big bus, and the power and the uh, heat goes out. The heat goes then. out, and so everybody's shivering. We're all covered up, huddled up, and there's actually a couple people in the back sleeping. It, it's so cold that we don't really notice that, you know, we're, we're used to seeing breath now. And we look back, and where the guy's sleeping, we just see a whole lot of steam, or what we thought was steam. And then we're like, wait, that, that's way too much steam to come out of the guy's mouth. <laughs> Is he smoking? No, he's not smoking because he's sleeping. Okay. The last option, we go smell. It is carbon monoxide, basically, just pouring through the seat. We we wake the guy up to see if he's alive. Yeah, you, know, you never know. He could have passed out, man. Yeah, you know, if you're, if you're holding your mouth on an exhaust pipe, there's only so long that you get to live. Mm-hmm. So everybody, oh, and trust me, I know. Everybody moves to the front of the bus, you know, because... No one really wants to be breathing in the fumes. A couple people... And you can't put down the windows because it's cold. Exactly. So we're, we're stuck in a death box. <laughs> a, a death box. I'd imagine being stuck, <laughs> stuck in a refrigerator, flying down the, down the beltway, uh, pumping in carbon monoxide. And that stubs the ski trip so far. Three-hour trip. This is a three-hour trip. We're only ten minutes into it. Actually, in a bus, almost four hours. Oh, so how does it all get rectified? What do you mean? I mean, how does everything come together? Do they fix it? Do you guys stop? Do you pull over? What happens? No, actually, no one really raised the question of what the hell are we doing? Why are we Why are we right, chancing now, this? Now, that's so, amazing. Yeah, we, actually, we all brought it up later. We're like, you know, no one even really threw a big fuss about it. We just sat in there almost... Surreal, like you We're, know, and so nobody was because I meant I would have bitched. I I I would have started bitching. And I would have been like I'd have been on the phone. I'm like pull over, get us a new bus. I, if, and especially like if I were one of the listeners or the fans of the station, I'd have gotten upset. <laughs> well, they they did all mention that they would never accept anything free again. <laughs> if if this is what free is, they don't want it. Is that the mentality though? I mean, I mean, stop and you think about things in general. Is that part of the mentality of I got something free, so I'm I can't bitch. I'm yeah, not gonna bitch. I don't want to be the guy that bitches whenever I get something free. You know what I mean? Like whenever you get free stuff, do you ever you know raise hell or you know it, it's talk trash? If it's not what I really expected, yeah. I mean, if it, if it if it doesn't if it lets you down, yeah. You know, if you're told something and you get another thing, you always got to raise something. Because, see, I never complain, like, even when I buy stuff. Like, when I go somewhere and they get my food order wrong, I don't I don't bitch. Because mm -hmm. my, my mom used to be the kind of, I mean, you've seen my mother. Yeah. She's a fatter version of me, uh, a little less hairy, but just a little bit. And she was that, that crazy lady running back up to the Wendy's uh, front line, and I'm just using Wendy's as an example, it could have been anywhere, bitching and complaining that they put onion and, to pit, to onion and pickle on her, uh, on her burger, and then not only does she complain, she takes it the next step further, I want it free, and I want a free dessert out of this as well. 
And that's usually the mentality of people when they pitch. Yeah. yeah. So for you to be on a bus full of, you know, people that could have been dying, and for nobody, do you think everybody was, like, too out of it? I, I don't know. I really don't know. Like the carbon uh, monoxide mellowed them out a little bit? And everybody was talking about it. We're, we're laughing. We're having a good time, you know, even though, even though all this stuff's going on. And actually, I would say the bus trip, you know, bonded us a little bit because if there wasn't something going wrong, I don't think we would have had any reason to talk. So I, I think actually when it's all said and done, the bus was a good thing. I'm very surprised that I was able to come in today because I, I figured I'd be totally sick. I, so you guys made it all the way up there? All the way up in there. Because I heard you guys like broke down in West Virginia or something. No, we never broke down, but we were going up a hill, up the mountain hills, and um, just losing power. Just losing power the whole way up. I swear to God, we were crawling at five miles an hour by the time we got to the top. And then we'd go down, speeding. It was, it was an experience. You know, it reminds me. I don't know if anybody has ever seen the movie La Bamba, where Richie Valens is on that crap bus and he eats out, and he's begging to get on the plane that eventually gets him killed. I was, I was really pissed that the Rockford Peaches. The 1940s uh, women's baseball team had a better bus than we did going up there. What did you do to stay warm? Did y'all smoke on the bus? Did y'all? Hey, you know, they said no smoking, but then we're like, you know what? F it. Hey, there's carbon monoxide in the back. <laughs> what do you, you know, mean? That, that's what he said. I'm like, I'm like the, the owner. Can we smoke on the bus? He's like, well, I guess the bus is smoking more than you guys will. So. Go ahead, go for it. What about the actual getting up there? You make it up there. Did you do any skiing? You or your chick? My chick did ski. She she loves to ski. I mean, I and I was you know I was so cold the whole way up there. Didn't bring a jacket for some reason. Knowing that I'm going to a ski resort, I didn't bring a jacket. And my chick wants to go skiing. Everybody else is so cold. They're like, "F it, I'm not going to ski until tomorrow." So I'm outside, just wearing like a sweatshirt, like I am right now. Winds whipping me in the face, waiting for my girlfriend to come down, just watching her go up the ski lift. This ski lift seriously took 15 minutes to get to the top. The, the hill was so big, and then it takes her another, like, five, ten minutes to get down. So I'm just standing there out in the cold by myself. Why? Well, you know, I don't want to leave her alone out there, and she hasn't skied in a couple of years, so I don't want her to fall and break her neck, and no one knows who she is. Or Well, I mean, yeah, but what are you going to do? I mean, you could at least, while she's on the ski lift, go inside. No. No, because I can't see her from inside. Oh, all right. You're too caring. I am. I'd have been like, you want to go ski? Fine. I would be in at the bar. I hope nothing happens to you. Have a good time. <laughs> the funny thing is the, the, the bus ride was so cold, you know? Mm -hmm. So everybody gets to the hotel. Naturally, the first thing you want to do, take a hot shower. Get warmed up. Everybody gets to the shower, takes a hot shower. Walk out of the shower completely red, like we've been sunburned. But it's more of a wind-type freezer burn that we all got going. So everybody looks like they've been plowing the drinks before we even start drinking because we have the red drunk face. It was it was terrible. Did you get wasted? Oh, I got hammered, completely hammered. I started drinking, actually, right when we first got there. I had a couple beers. And then... Um, of course, to cool down. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Hot, hot cocoa? No, why would I have any hot cocoa? Uh, yeah, let me go ahead and go straight for the ice cold beer. I, 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 I'm not dehydrated enough. So I start drinking fairly early, probably about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. I, I, I started off very moderate, and then we had a, a big Molson party 
over in one of the uh, the resort bars. We st- uh, all the listeners gather up. We start drinking. One thing leads to another. One pitcher leads to another. One shot leads to another. And we are all hammered, just walking around, <laughs> going to everybody's room. Uh, was there any crazy sex? Was there any like crazy listener kind of sex? No, but we were we were just staring down at the pool because uh, a couple of people's uh, rooms were on the second floor. We're just looking at the pool, like watching all the chicks. And it dawns on us, we're watching a bunch of 14-year-old chicks. No! You know, that reminds me of the last trip that we remember the, the trip, the same trip to yeah. Cedar Point. Dubs and I were walking around, uh, and it was one of the first ways that we bonded. We're walking around this amusement park, checking out everybody. And I'm like, look at that chick. And we see her from behind. Yeah, and we're thinking, nice man, ass. nice ass, nice slim body. That's a seven, man. She's an eight. That chick's good. Then we'd walk around to, like, see her from the front and how good she was. Braces. 13, 14, we're like, whoa, you got to be kidding me. No effing way. There's something but in the meat it, now. You know what? If there's a, if there's two of them, doesn't it equal 26? No. Doesn't no. equal 26? Maybe when you were driving through West Virginia, but no, I think you were still in Maryland, so no, I don't, I don't think it equates oh. to that. We stopped at this one rest stop on our way up there, and everybody goes in to go to the bathroom. It looked like we went back to the 1950s. Segregation was in full effect over there. It looked like in know? West Virginia. It looked like where the the uh, the, uh, the rest stop we stopped at hadn't changed. It looked, you know, I figured I'd go in there, have to bring out Keisha and my other boys some food. <laughs> they were gonna and, they, and just while you, know, you were driving through, they had to put them in the bag of the bus. Exactly, I'd have to you know block her while she's using my water fountain. Oh my God, I've never even been through West Virginia. I know we get in there, and I'm sure I know we have some listeners in West Virginia. But um, wow! So did you? Uh, so you had a good time overall. Oh, yeah. When, when we got there, we had a blast. When we started drinking, all the stories came out about the whole bus trip. You know, the funny stuff. You know, cracking jokes. It was. We all went through hell, and all we could do is laugh about it now. So you all bonded. The tragedy yeah. brought you all together. Yeah, that's a great story. Yeah, good it was you, really man. fun. Well, my story isn't quite as nice, and in fact, it's not even over yet. It's not. No, you're right. Thank you for reminding me that. I wanted to come into my little safe haven here in the hideout for four hours, but then I remember, I don't have a car! Let me say this. We've we got to take a quick commercial break, and we're going to come back. Before we bring in... Bo- no, I'll do it here. Okay. Uh, we're going to bring Bateman's chicken around 8, do the, uh, the devices right about 8.30, but I have to get something off of my chest. I'm going to say this, and if you want to start calling now, feel free. 800-636-1067-2024321067. For the next 15 minutes, we are going to lay into tow truck drivers. Because to me, when you tow a car, that is nothing but legalized stealing of a vehicle. I'm going to take a break, and I'm going to come back, and I have to get this off of my chest. If, if there are any tow, tug, tow truck drivers now that want to call and defend themselves... I say no. Change the channel. F all of you. You're, you're goddamn thieves. You're not worth the damn. And you're nothing but a glorified car thief. Take holes. Taking a break. Coming back. I got to tell you about my ordeal. That is continuing on now. You sons of bitches. It's the hideout. It's 106.7. It's WJFK. Who wants another ear gas? Oh, God, no more. No. LFA's hideout. Delivering more ear gas in an hour than any other show in the nation. LFA's hideout.
complain about your show. Well, America, here's your chance to fight back. What? If I come down there and kick your ass, that's hilarious. 636 1067. You know what? It's the phone numbers, take advantage of them. Uh, I, I, I have questions. I need answers. I really want to learn. I'm going to, you know, most people, when they have hate and anger in their hearts, what they don't do is take a, take a moment to step back and ask a couple questions. Like, why? Why is towing a car legal? Why is that not some sort of felony or misdemeanor, because when it comes right down to it, J-Dubs, when it comes right down to it, it's stealing. The towing of a vehicle is stealing it and then holding it for ransom. Face value, yes, you're right, you know. But I agree on some levels. Have you ever um, been to some place where you have a pass to park there and you see someone in your parking spot without that pass and they're just being an a-hole. They're just a it happens in my place all the time. It happens in my place all the time. And as a matter of fact, I get around it. I'm able to deal with it. I'll park on the street. I don't say anything, Dubs. And I want to. I want to talk about where I live so bad, except for the fact that there are some stalkers <laughs> that would then go knocking on every single one of the houses. Not to say that I'm insane, but I know it's true because somebody's already broken into my house to steal my shirt, wear it, and then take it back and put it back in my closet. So let me tell you what. Yeah, you're not crazy. You're not crazy at all. <laughs> let me tell you what happens. Okay. okay. All right. So I'm I'm in a little pre-show routine that I like to do. I mm-hmm. take a little nap. Then I like to get up and go and get the blood flowing. And so I get up and I I go to the gym, and I like to run a mile, get the blood you know kicking. And I got a friend that's in town, and this friend who is in town has some health issues, and because my place is so poorly ventilated, uh, that person wanted to go buy a humidifier. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. Tell you what, when I get back from the gym, why don't you uh, get dressed and you can go up to CVS and buy the humidifier yeah. while I shower and get ready to go. Okay, and this is about 5 o'clock this afternoon, two and a half hours ago. Okay, so and right out in front of my place, and I know there are going to be some dicks that are already in the call that are going to say, Hefe, you parked in a fire lane. <laughs> All right? I understand this, and it's right outside of my apartment. It's one of those situations where I parked right in front of my, my apartment so that I literally could run inside, let this person use my car to run up to CVS, and then go. So I run inside. I get inside. I park the car right out there. And um, as it ends up turning out, this person still needs to put on their shoes and put on their coat. Dubs, I'm telling you, I could not, we could not have been inside my apartment in Silver Spring for longer than five minutes. And so, you, so you're parked in a fire lane for five minutes in front of your own park, in, uh, in front of your own complex. Where I see people is, park there all the time. Is the, uh, is the uh, complex where you parked, is it right on the road or is it actually in a... Um... It's on its own little street. Okay. So it's not even like it's blocking a fire hydrant. Yeah. It's right out in front where people park to put to, to take their groceries inside. So you aren't parked on like the side of the road. No. So you're parking actually a parking lot, just in not a spot in the parking lot. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So here's what we're doing. All right. 
So I run inside, and I know I'm literally only in there for five minutes because I, I watched this bit on Mad TV while my friend was getting dressed. Hilarious bit. Mad TV doesn't get nearly the credit that it deserves. Yeah. It was a funny bit about TRL. And they did like a spoof on how MTV doesn't play songs anymore. It was a really funny bit. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Toward the end of the bit, my friend goes outside ready to go to CBS. And I'm like, all right, time for me to hop in the shower. Well, the friend comes back. And says, where's the car? I'm like, what do you mean, where's the car? It's right there out front. There's no car there. Wait a second. So I, I was getting undressed. I throw my stuff on. I walk outside. Five minutes later, my car's gone. So the you... car is completely gone. Now, two things run through your mind. Yeah. All right, because I don't live, Silver Spring isn't the ghetto. It's not Oxen Hill. It's not Southeast. It's not that. But it's not, you know, I've seen people have their their, their glasses broken in. It, it's you know, not it's, out of the realm of possibilities for cars to get jacked there. Stuff happens everywhere. Exactly. How, was it left out there running? No. Okay. And it was locked. And so I walk out there, and I'm like, holy Christ. And the first thing that enters into my mind, how am I going to get to the show? we got a radio show we got to come do. Yep. What the hell am I going to do? So my friend's freaking out. You know, they're like, oh, my God, I come to D.C., your car gets stolen. What the hell? What kind of ghetto are we living in? You know what I mean? I'm like, hey, cool out for a second. I'm, I'm thinking rationally. I'm like, all right, maybe it got towed. All right? Maybe it got towed. So I go, and in my apartment complex, they have something. There's a, there's a sign there that has one phone number if your car is towed. So I'm calling that. That number's disconnected. So then I'm like, I got to get to the station. I got to talk to Dobbs. You know, so I call you. I'm like, dude. And what did I say to you? You're like, I don't know if my car's been stolen or if it's been towed. I need a ride to the sh show. You live about in normal traffic, a half hour away from me, and this is at five o'clock, little after five on a Saturday. Yeah. Okay. So you're like, all right, cool. I'll be there in thirty minutes. Thank yep. you so much. None of these phone numbers work, so I can call to get my car. And so then I, I finally find another phone number that I call and I get a hold of these people. And so I get this chick on the phone. I'm like, hello, I need to find out if my car's been towed. And she's like, where do you live? And I'm like, well, I, I live at so-and-so, at so-and-so. She's like, okay, hold on. And so I'm holding on for a second, standing outside in the cold, shirtless, mind you, in Silver Spring. <laughs> You're, you were without a shirt? I was, because I told I'm telling you, I just got done working out and I was about to take a shower. And so, and my car, dude, it's gone. So I'm running around Silver Spring, Harry Beck and all, looking for my car, all right? You must have looked, looked like such trash. Yes, I did. And my dreads were down. <laughs> so you could see the bald spot. I swear to God, if a cop had pulled up, it would have been straight out of cops, man. It would have been one of those situations. Would you have ran and hit underneath the uh, the, uh, <laughs> the kiddie pool? No. <laughs> so, um, so I'm like, it's finally she comes back. She's like, yeah, we towed it. Uh, we just towed it. And I'm like, what? I was like, I parked there for what literally would have been four or five minutes. And she's like, yeah, we fast, ain't we? What? I said, what? Excuse me? She's like, we're fast. We can do it in like a minute or less. And so she's giving me attitude. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You're going to sit here and give me attitude about this? And she was like, well, you know, you can come get your car. I'm like, where are you located? And she goes, the car's in Kensington, Maryland. I don't know where that is. I don't know how far that is from Silver Spring. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You came and towed my car in less than 60 seconds, 
and have taken it all the way to Kensington, Maryland? Why Why would someplace in Kensington, Maryland be in Silver Spring towing your car all the way out there? I don't understand it. It's because we get this crap apartment complex. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. And if you've got towing stories or anything else... And you just signed a longer lease at this place not too long ago. I, I told you to move. I should have. I got bad credit, man. Separation and all. I don't know. I don't know you know if some place is ever gonna let me move in again. I gotta stay where they're letting me live. Stuck in the projects. So I'm like and so she starts giving me more attitude. I go, You're effed. You are effed. I've got an effing radio show and you are effed And then she hung up on me. So can you release the name of the uh, towing company? Do you know it? I'm afraid to. Why? And you know why? Why? They still have my car. So? Who knows what they could do? Who? And they can't do dick. I don't know if they can't do dick. What I, are they going to do? What if, I don't know, what if they bash out, what if they go in and they screw with the axles or something and say, hey, it happened during towing, sorry about that, asswipe, sucker. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. I don't understand how towing is legal. I don't understand how it can happen in less than five minutes. And I don't understand why I have to pay $114 to get my car back. To me, this is thievery. This is stealing a vehicle and holding it for ransom. And here's the other thing, too. This is the reason why it really pisses me off. Because I drive in D.C. all the time. Yeah. I drive on yeah. 16th Street going to downtown, Connecticut Avenue. You see the cars parked there illegally when they're not supposed to be there. And you're like, Jesus Christ, where is the tow truck? Why aren't they getting the tow trucks and moving everything over and out so that traffic can get through? Instead, what this punk-ass mother effer must have been doing is scoping out places to pick something up easily. Because it was 5 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. He had to have seen me pull in and run in. And so what he does, he pulls right up in front of me, takes my car, and leaves. And so, leaves. So all this goes on in downtown D.C. Why aren't we so fast then? No, exactly. Why aren't we so fast at getting those cars off the road? It's so easy. It's so easy to do it in a parking lot, in a in an apartment complex at Saturday in the five o'clock in the afternoon, and you can't do it during rush hour. I want to cuss, dude. You don't know how bad I just want to say, f you. Let's go to uh, Justin. Uh, actually, hold on there, Scott. Let me try this first. Justin, you got some advice? Welcome to the hideout, bro. How's it going? Well, uh, horrible. What do you got yeah, for me? Sounds like I just got some advice on how to uh, deal with a tow truck on occasion. Okay. Okay. You know the situation where it's just like you're talking about, but say you come out before they've towed it, right? Mm -hmm. And the guy's now he's telling you you got to pay him like $35 or something so he doesn't tow it from you. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay, jump in your car and start to drive away. He'll stand in front of you so you can't go anywhere. And the way you really shake him up, throw your car into neutral and just jam the gas so the engine just really revs real high. But is I nearly have a heart attack. It's the best way to deal with it. <laughs> but that, don't, that almost sounds like threatening some sort of physical harm, though. It doesn't matter. No, they're they're no, trying no, to no. steal you your... Don't your you don't need to hurt them. Just scare them a little bit, you know? Because they're going to they're gonna charge you the $35 no matter what. I don't think that's a bad idea because remember when we had a one, our one friend that used to sleep at the station all the time? Dave, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he would fall asleep driving sometimes. And one of the things we always wanted to do to him, because he'd sleep out in his car a lot, we wanted to fool him into thinking that 
he was uh, falling asleep driving, so we we, pull, we we wanted to pull our car up right in front of it, turn the lights on, rev the engine, push the horn, and see if we could give this guy a heart attack because he was the most unhealthy 55-year-old guy you would ever see. All right, so, but I don't know if we could do that to a, tr- a tow truck. Now I feel a little guilty. I'm so pissed, but... I don't know, man. That's good uh, advice. No. Could we get in any kind of can we get in any kind of trouble, Justin? I don't think so. I've done it before. Justin, I've been towed way too many times to not do something like that. Where do you live? I'm Charlottesville, Virginia. I go to school at University of Virginia. Ah, uh, okay. Now, right. Justin, Justin does a, does something that I, I think is almost harmless. You know, you're just scaring the guy. If it was me, I, I would slice his Achilles heel. <laughs> I don't want to advocate, thank you for the call, Justin, any violence against tow truck drivers. I do want to say revolt. It's about time that you write your legislator or your congressperson or something and say, when are we going to start banning this legalized thievery of vehicles? And by the way, I, welcome Punani into the hideout. Good to see you, bro. Just did hop- you bring my pie? No, I didn't. Sorry. Damn. All right. No. Ken, Ken, you're a tow truck driver? Yeah. How does this? Do you guys get paid by the every? By wait a second, wait a second. Okay, there's a, there's, there's a few companies out there that that's all they do. Okay. Okay. There's a lot of other companies out there that do road service work. And you know, and that's true. And now I you feel know, bad. You know He's what? Right. He's right. You know what? There should be a way to regulate this, though. No, it, is. Where... it is. It is regulated. Okay. I mean, it, but it, it seems and like a lot of times you guys have up though. Can't do. And that guy who just called. Mm-hmm. He's an idiot. Yeah, that doesn't sound very smart. I, oh, I was praising him like he's a genius. You know how much it costs? Huh? About $60,000. For what? The tow truck. The tow truck? So, yeah, yeah, you don't want to wreck a tow truck. Exactly. And what he's telling you to do could easily do that. Yeah, see, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not into that. I don't want to make the situation yeah. worse. Um, what's, the situation you, what's the worst situation you've ever been in where you've, you know, somebody's gotten pissed at you? Look, I pulled a gun on me. You can understand that, though, right? No. <laughs> I was so I was so pissed, man. You know what I'm gonna do? You know what I did? What? I took the gun away from him, beat him, the, beat the crap out of him. With. And that's what I'm afraid of, because a lot of these tow truck tow truck drivers are tough dudes. And I'm sure the guy who did mine probably could have whooped my ass if he's able to rig it up in less than 60 seconds. Just don't take it personal. It's a job. These guys are doing it. Yeah, but and they wouldn't be there if your apartment complex. Didn't want him to be there. In my apartment. I that but, all of that is true, and you're being too rational, Ken. Thank you for the phone The call. thing is, yeah, he, he is doing his job, but so are uh, people that, you know, sell crack to kids. Doesn't make it right. That's a job. We deregulated that, or we uh, we regulated that. You can't do that anymore. What's worse, towing a truck or giving crack to kids? Well, I know what's funner. <laughs> Halloween, welcome in the hideout. Hey, how you doing? What's up, baby? Uh, I don't have much information to offer you. Uh, the last caller kind of, you know, gave a little insight. But briefly this past summer, my husband got a part-time job with a tow truck company, a little, little local company. And uh, they have contracts with apartment complexes to kind of scout and drive around every now and then. And anybody you see, you know, you get them. And these tow truck drivers are paid a lot of times on commission. So it's the amount of trucks, the amount of vehicles that they can get. And my husband was given a truck that was designed that all they had to do is just back up to it, boom, bump it, it grabbed the car, and they were gone. You know what, what might rectify this whole situation? Why do you put a commission on something that they can, or, or I'm just going to tow 
whoever's, you know, parked one foot away from the goddamn uh, curb. And you know, and that, something that really doesn't matter, but they're towing people for it just because they get commission on it. There should be some way where they can get paid, you know, as a normal job instead of how, how, yeah, how big of an a-hole they can be. Look, my husband did this for about a week, and he said it was absolutely making him sick to have to deal with the paperwork at the end of the day, and these people are coming to you. Sometimes it's mothers with kids, and, you know, you inconvenience their entire day only to make this, you know, X amount of dollars per you know, per pop. So he left. He left after a week. He said I couldn't do it. He said, Plus, he didn't want somebody pulling a gun on him like that last caller. Exactly. Thank you, Halloween. Who's dirtier in the, in the world of, of, of working? Crack dealers? Tow truck drivers or radio salespeople? 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Keisha or the guy who towed my truck? I'll give you two seconds. Keisha. <laughs> uh, let's go to Travis. Travis, welcome to the hideout. Yeah, I'm actually, I just started working for the devil. Did you? Oh, so you're towing trucks now. How do you feel about yourself? You well, feel dirty? No, no, I don't tow. Um, I, I actually worked for a restaurant in Arlington, mm -hmm. and uh, they had all these problems with people parking in their their lot and going other places. So the the owner started making me work for the tow company, and I sit as a spotter. Uh, you know what? What yeah. happened to you? Is you probably there's a spotter there. I I, I go to Nova and. I, I get twenty dollars an hour to sit in a car. You know what, Travis? I've been that a hole before too. Have you really? Yeah. Um. I. Uh, Thanks, Trav. We. Uh. I used to live in East Lansing with my girlfriend, and we. Uh, her, our other roommate was a manager, one of the managers of this apartment complex. And seriously, people would park in this place all the time to go to Michigan State University because it's right off campus, and they'd be able to walk to their classes. So seriously, we had no place to park. Well, let me and so I took great pleasure in walking around. Yeah, here you go. I ruined your day. I ruined your day. <laughs> See, I ruined your day. That's what I'm saying. And I'm just laughing the whole time. Now, let me tell you, I, this is my second time I've had my car towed since I've been in D.C. The first time, and I'm probably giving a, wa a lot away as to where I live, but I don't care. You know, I live in Silver Spring. There's a CVS and a giant little complex right there, okay? And the very first time I was in a hurry... I went and I, I parked my car and I ran to the metro. I came back. My car was gone. I was in D.C. for like three weeks. I was like, Christ, my car stolen. I start crying. I start crying. And this brother comes up to me and he was like, what's up? Where's your car? And I was like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just moved here. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, hey, you know, you parked it illegally. I called in. It's been towed. I start, I start shaking his hand saying, thank you, thank you, because I'm so happy that it hasn't been stolen, that it's just towed. I, I can't believe you were crying like a little bit. I was crying like a girl. Dude, I just moved to D.C. and I didn't have any friends, I didn't have a job yet, and my car had gotten stolen. And now I'm going to say, it is stolen. It is stolen. My car is stolen right now, and it's being held for ransom. Michigan tags? Still, what, what tags you got on yours? I'd rather not discuss that. Right? Well, I mean, they're not Washington D.C. tags, right? No, that's a target, dude. They'll do that to you every couple months. God damn, Mike, get, well, get yourself some new tags. I Trust have them. I haven't put them on yet. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you idiot, Mike! Welcome to the hideout. You had them when I moved out here. I know. Uh, what's up, Mike? Yeah, man. A few years ago, I, uh, I was about 18, and I borrowed my dad's car to go to a friend's house in College Park. And I was there for about half hour. I walked up, car was gone. So he gave me a ride. We on that number called, found out where it was. It was about 30 minutes away. It's about 1 in the morning. And they're about to close. We get there, and they had told me it was 140 on the phone. 
there was this one dude there when I got there, and he started saying 175, and he tried to jack me for the extra, you know, the difference. And I was like, come on, you guys said it was 140. I had to go to Nate Tim with my friend, borrow more money to get my car out. They really do hold it for ransom, man. I'm telling you, and you have to agree with me, Mike. Okay, what can I do? You know, it's 1 a.m. I got to get my dad's car home. Exactly, and they know that, and they take advantage of And again, you know, they had the guy who called earlier, Ken, who said, you know, some of these drivers do great things. They help people on the side of the road, but they, there are a lot of them. It's corrupt. It's a goddamn right. Hold on. Hold the mic there. Mike, um, when, you, uh, when you took your dad's car out, how, what kind of car was it? Like, what, it was a really nice uh, luxury type car. Uh, it was like one of the, a big Lincoln. Yeah, and they see a kid coming in to uh, get it. They know it's probably the dad's car or the mom's car, and they're like, "All right, I can get a few extra bucks out of this guy because he's not going to bitch. He just wants the car back." I'm sure they saw like a panic on my face when I got there. Yeah, and that's just the other thing too. I got to go, still go get my car. I tell you this though, next week on the show we're going to call these mother effers on the air. We're going to call them on the air and ask them why it is they're running an illegal business, because I'm just going to say it now. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. The revolution starts with the hideout. Real quick, Carl, what's up, bro? Hey, man, how you doing? Hey, hi, Carl. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, uh, you need to uh, quit your bitching and go get your car, because they're charging you impound fees all weekend. My niece just wrecked her car. It was there for two days, 250 beans. That's, that's the thing, though. Like, he had to get to work. I had to go pick him up. We got here, seriously, when the show opened started. As soon as the show opened started, we got And they said $114 now, if you get every 24 hours, uh, the, the price is going to go up by 20 bucks. Exactly. So, it's going to cost you an arm and a leg by the time you go get it. Jesus. Thank, hey, thanks for helping, Carl. So what, yeah, right. <laughs> so what you need to do, what Later, you, bro. What you need to do is break in, use your other key, steal the car, and then sue the hell out of them. I'm serious, bro. I want to take some sort of illegal action. <laughs> Steve, welcome to the hideout. You think I'm joking? I'm livid. What's up, hey, bro? Hey, guys. How you doing? What up? All right, here's the gig. Tow truck drivers are scams. I own an automotive repair shop, and I deal with tow trucks all the time. If a tow truck, if your car is impounded, a tow, tr a tow company that has an impound lot, is they're licensed to do it within a certain zone. They cannot tow a car out of an area that is, or, or from someplace that's out of their zone. So we got to find out where they were zoned to. It has to be documented in the, the impound lot somewhere. So we go there, we ask, what are you guys zoned to? Uh, can we see the, the documents on what you're zoned it's to? It's be on the wall, just like okay. your business license. All right, thanks. If, thanks. if they tow your car out of a zone, mm -hmm. They have stolen your car. Call the police and press charges. Awesome. Thank you, bro. You're awesome. Thank you, man. All right. Thank you, buddy. Scott, real quick, welcome to the hideout. Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, as you can tell, not too great. Man, I live in this big apartment complex, brand new, up in Rockville. I don't know if I share the name. Can I say the name on the air? Nah, I don't know, because I don't know if you're lying or not. Just, just go ahead and tell your story. All right, so they got... It's a huge community, and they have no parking, like just zero. You have to park out on the roads, behind their community center, all that stuff. Oh, that's the other thing, too, they, about my apartment complex. They charge you an arm and a leg for a pass, and they sell yeah. everybody in this place a pass, and there's never any parking there. And that's another reason. Oh, all right, go ahead, Scott. Yeah, I, I feel you already. I'm feeling you, bro. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I actually paid 100 bucks for my parking pass. Now, they have, my building has three stores, and there's nine apartments in it. There's parking in front of the house, which is on the main street, behind the house, which is completely off the street. 
Just got a letter in my mailbox the other day. People have been parking behind the house where there's tons of room and you're not in anybody's way, but they will tow your car. There's no signs posted at all. They will tow your car from there if you're parked there. I see people parking there every night, and a tow truck comes through. 1.30 in the morning every night tows at least one person. And they, you know how much they charge? What? 200 bucks. See, this is a scam, man. To me, this is some oh, sort yeah. of... Oh, yeah, it's a total scam. I mean, it's along the same lines of giving tickets out. It's along the same lines of, uh, you know, that kind of thing, where it's, you know, all right, so you missed your meter. Like, that's the other horrible thing. Let's say you went, you put money in the meter, you come back two minutes late. Too late. You already got a $50 ticket. $50 ticket for being two minutes late, not throwing an extra nickel in the meter. Some people will argue, hey, man, that's the rules. But at other times, there's got to be some sort of leniency. Final call on this, our good buddy Cheeseface. Cheeseface, you had an experience. What's up, bro? Well, first of all, I was on hold. I thought of another word for it. Car napping. Oh, car napping. Yeah. That's not a bad one. I'm telling you, next week we're going to call these sons of bitches once I have my car back in my possession, and we're going to F with them. Uh, what, how did your car get car napped? It's got, from, uh, from, the, from the studio there when I was at one of the events <laughs> with uh, Ron Stairs. I went back across the street to my car and... Uh, yeah, at, at our movie night. Oh, at the yeah. movie night. You were up here and you had your car. I remember that now. I yeah. do remember that. And how much did it cost you? Sent me back 115 It was a great night, though, with Ron Is that right? Maybe not worth 115 <laughs> but, yeah, other than that, it was just teaching. <laughs> All right, Cheese, good to talk to you, buddy. You now, you were talking about uh, people getting, uh, getting uh, car tickets for parking too long when they just park like two minutes over. I've seen people, I've seen uh, meter maids out there, you know, uh, waiting, just watching the seconds go down so they can start writing that ticket. Me and my friend took a bunch of quarters and uh, followed them around and did that one day. They get pissed. That's so awesome. That, they, they tell you it's illegal. That's like, not illegal. And uh, one, time, uh, one time they pulled into this parking area, which all... Everything was metered. They parked in a spot, and they started uh, writing tickets. So we went over and wrote a fake ticket on theirs because they didn't pay their meter. And that's what I'm talking about. We need some sort of a revolution like that. Uh, you know, How uh, could you do that for towing trucks, though? I mean, is there anything you could do other than if you see somebody getting towed and you don't think they deserve it, lying down in front of the car and saying, no, it's not going to happen, pull a Tiananmen Square, no, not this time, you fascist, communist uh, form of stealing. You know what? If you ever see a tow truck, you know, just uh, just parked illegally for some reason, like, you know, they, they park illegally just like anybody else does. I wish there was some place where you could just go buy boots, you know, and just boot a tow, a tow truck, you know, just so they can't move it. Oh. And call some other tow company to come tow them. <laughs> that would be great. All right. Well, there. I, I thank you for everybody participating. I feel like I've gotten it off my chest a little bit. I feel just a little bit better. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a break and we're gonna come back, J Dubs. We're gonna come back to the fact that Tommy Bateman, who again dropped the bombshell last week, that he has a girlfriend and he's been hiding it from you and I. For a little over a month and a half. We haven't seen this girl yet. We're going to bring her in the studio and find out what exactly has been going on. I'm going to ask you to play that over there so that everybody can get caught up on the story. Taking a very quick break. Coming back. We also have the State of the Hideout address to get to. 
and prizes. MidnightMonkey.com, sex toys to give away. With a brand new game exclusive to the hideout called The Device is Right. All of that for you. Uh, going strong until 11 o'clock. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. We'll be back after this. This is a hideout on JFK. Previously on El Jefe's Hideouts. Okay, I hate you guys for this, but I've actually been dating someone for the past month and a half. What? How do you hide that from us? No, 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 seriously, you got a girlfriend. Yeah, actually, I don't have any pictures of her. No, how can... What is this, like a Fez Watley kind of thing if she's in Canada? You no, know, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I bet this chick doesn't exist. I, I, I think for how mad he is, she exists. Would you put it past Tommy to make this chick up? I, I don't think he's making it up. I, I have a gut feeling he's not making this up. I don't want... I did bring up... For a reason, because I knew obviously you guys were going to bring it up on the air, which is something I didn't want. We got to bring the skank in studio. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's anybody who's banging up. Can you hang up? Can you hang up? He's pissed. <laughs> Just drop the bombshell. Yeah. That he's got a chick. Why is this such an uncomfortable topic? Man? Obviously, I didn't want to bring it up. I knew it. I'm pissed at him that he has a girlfriend. I mean, we're all supposed to know each other. How have we been hiding a girlfriend for a month and a half? Obviously, I didn't want to bring it up. We have an understanding. You know, if, if we really don't want something brought up, we bring it up to the person before we go on the air. Well, that's real great for you guys. Where are you going, dude? Tonight, Into the hideout, 106.7 WJFK, 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. AOL for broadband instant messenger is available to you. JFK El Jefe, E-L-J-E-F-E, I-M-L Jefe, that is J-Dubs. Uh, joining us as well, uh, he, he's here sometimes, he's not, we always appreciate it when he stops by, Johnny Punani, who, by the way, at some point we're going to have to replay the New Year's show, The Kiss. Is it awkward between the two of you? Because about uh, 62 seconds into the new year, when we did the the, the, higher, the hideout New Year's Eve special, you know, of course, you kiss somebody after the new year. And what does Punani do? Punani comes and gives a big, fat, wet kiss, a fat girl wet kiss to J-Dobbs. Was it awkward? Uh, it was awkward that night, but... No, I mean, the question is, have you had a good year? No, uh, well, I guess it didn't work. <laughs> Trust me, mine sucks too. So, as a matter of fact, did you not just hear us talk about? I should have taken the kiss from you because so far I've had a horrible 2004. Big things coming up though, I'm sure. Right, Alan? Right, Cameron? The wheels are in motion. Wheels are spinning, spinning like nothing. And just because they're spinning doesn't mean the car's moving. We learned that from the last segment. So here's the situation, ladies and gentlemen. Here's what's going on in the hideout on this Saturday night. We were all here, New Year's Eve, like I said, the three of us, and Bateman was here. Mm -hmm. And, of course, you do kiss the significant other, usually. Did you kiss your chick as soon as you got home? 
uh, dubs after that show? Yeah, I gave her a kiss. Yeah, because that's what you do, you know? Yeah. Being the separated dude that I am, I didn't have anybody to kiss, so maybe that's part of it. But I, at the same time, too, kind of bonded with our producer, Bateman, over the holidays. He said he didn't have anybody to spend Christmas with. Oh, wow. He said he didn't have anybody to spend New Year's with. And and this fits in the month and a half, five... Uh, time frame. Time, time frame that he said he didn't have, that he's been saying he hasn't had a girlfriend, but he actually has. Last week during a heated discussion with uh, our hideout correspondent, Alexis, um, as you probably heard from the commercial going in, we've played it a couple times already, Bateman drops the bombshell that he has a girlfriend. Not only does he have a girlfriend, he's had her for a month and a half. And this is one of those things where, okay, maybe you don't have to know everything about your coworker. No, you don't. But I thought we were friends. And it's one of those situations where if you're with a buddy and a friend and someone you really feel close to, someone you chat on the phone with two or three times a week, someone you come in here and do this kind of show with, you feel like you're friends. This isn't like the show friends. Like She's not Monica and you aren't Ross. We don't need to know that he, she's Dayton Chandler. All right? I, I know that there's a lot of people out there that watch Friends and get that analogy. Continue. I'm completely lost. I have no idea what the hell you're saying. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I, I know. I know you aren't a Friends guy, but... Are you excited about the show ending? No. You think it's going to be... It, this has been the worst season in the world. Do you think it's going to be a letdown? Yeah. Like the uh, Seinfeld episode allegedly was, the last one? Yeah. By the way, the more I watch that final episode of Seinfeld, the more and more that was a brilliant way to end that show. I just wonder how they're going to end uh, Friends. Well, they already said how they're going to end it. Everybody's going to be happy. What? Yeah, they're making everybody happy. Everybody goes off and does the thing that... You know. So Monica or uh, Ross and Rachel end up together, yep. and uh, Joey gets a big uh, gig out in California. And that's how they're going to spin off the show. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god! Now, wouldn't wouldn't a car wreck just be great? Three of them in one car, three in another, head-on collision, car crashes through the window, oh, 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 over, the window at, over at the, the Central Park. And then the other one gets uh, picked up for kid-touching or something. Yeah, how about that? How about one gets kid-touching, another one ends up having uh, the HIV. Yeah, you know? the HIV would be a great one. Yeah. One of the girls gets pushed down a stair at a wild party. You know, like Sex in the City, where one of them has breast cancer now. Give somebody the HIV, why not? Make it realistic. You didn't have any black people the whole time. Make something realistic there. Jesus. You would think it's WJFK from the lack of diversity. <laughs> so anyway, going back to Bateman for a second. His chick is here. That's something I've been looking forward to. I don't know if anyone else is going to be excited, but we've never seen her before. And because the thing about Bateman, as I explain it to you real, real quick, ladies and gentlemen, is the fact that he's such a sad sack. He's one of those guys where nothing ever works out. He never has anybody. He's so lonely. He doesn't know what he's going to do. He has dreams about ex-girlfriends. You know what pisses me off the most? He proved our theory wrong. Well, allegedly proved our theory wrong that he is such an uptight bastard because he doesn't get laid. Yeah, because he's angry. Anybody who listens to the show, he knows that he comes in here, he's yelling stuff. He hates women. And so now I'm wondering, is that all an act? Uh, what's, let's just bring her in. Yeah. Uh, Bateman, bring your chick in. As they step into the studio. But normally when people... Listen to the anger and frustration in my voice. That comes from somebody who hasn't been laid in a very long time. Get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. I don't think so. No way. Jesus Christ. Look at him. Now, Tommy, are you going to get mad during this segment? 
What? Are you going to get mad during this segment? Depends what you ask. Will you stand up for a right, second? Can I, can, I, can I ask where she dances? Will that make you mad? <laughs> Just stand up for a second. Sure. She towers over him. <laughs> she has to be two feet taller than he is. He didn't want me to wear these shoes tonight, but... um. Why? I couldn't find anything that went with this skirt. Go ahead and put those headphones on. Okay. Produce. She's your girlfriend. At least you can produce for her. How's your ex-wife? <laughs> See? And that's what that... that Now that starts. There, there's absolutely no way. No. No freaking way. you got to prove it. Hold on. Well, hold I, on. I mean, I, I just want proof. I, I mean, I know I'm going to go answer phones and all that, but... I mean, Bye. this She's escort quality, and I'm wondering how much right. payment paid. <laughs> she probably... That's serious. I mean, that's not an insult. I mean, I, I don't mean that as an insult, but you are uh, are just smoking hot, and there is no way, knowing this little creep for last, what, six months, there's no way. All right, hold on. How much did he have to I got a whole thing. I got a whole thing. Go answer phones. People already want to know. If you want to stump, because like, now I'm, there's no way. I look at this chick. All right, let me describe her. And get me an apple pie while you're out there. Let me describe what she looks like. <laughs> Christ, I'll make sure you talk right on top of the microphone. All right, okay. sit down. Okay. All right, yeah, you, you, no, yeah, go ahead and sit. Okay. Sit next to me. She's all right, first of all. Yeah, you got to describe what she's. All right, how, what do we start with? What she looks like? Blonde hair. Blonde hair. I can't even look at her. She's how, hot. How tall are you? Uh, about five six. Five six. That means you're like five two, Bateman. I knew you weren't a tall dude, but she towers over you, four or five inches. Look at you, couple. All right, hold on. And so here's the thing. All right, so she is... It's like she's taking a Special Olympics kid around. <laughs> as you look... As didn't your girlfriend do that over the weekend with while skiing? So, here we are. <laughs> here we are. Yeah, she likes this humor. Um, who would you say she looks like? As I look at her, I want to say, like, maybe a younger... Um, a younger... The chick, we were just talking to my friends. The, uh, the, the, the crazy one, Phoebe. Oh yeah, yeah. But there's got to be a better. But there's got to be a better one. But anyway, but that's like when she was like 20. All right, how old are you, first of all? I am 23. 23. Yes. smoker. Who would you say you look like? Has do people ever tell you you look like anybody in particular? Uh, I've been told Sharon Stone before. Okay, I can see you got the longer hair though. You got the skirt on. Mm -hmm. She's got she's got a schoolgirl skirt on that maybe comes up to her like mid thigh. She <laughs> she dressed the part. What kind of shoes are you wearing? Let me see. Uh, I am wearing platforms, uh, Skechers, clog style. Tommy, why don't you try that? <laughs> yeah. Why don't you? Why don't you? What you need to do is wear flip flops and let him put on the uh, the heels. <laughs> She's got like a long. How much do you get hit on? I can't even talk because I'm not used to being in the presence of such a hot chick. Um. I would say quite a bit. I work in a car dealership, so I get a lot of the old sleazy now, men. You, do you sell in. the cars? No, I am actually a service advisor for. <laughs> you service them. Okay. <laughs> I, no, I do not actually service the cars. I'm a, I'm the upfront person dealing with the customer. And, uh, That's always the way. Any of these car dealerships, they always have a hot chick up front. And the the, the look that Bateman shot dubs, yeah. it's radio, but it was priceless when Dubs <laughs> said that. Okay, so here's the thing. I don't believe it for a second, but I want to ask. I got some questions here. Okay. And, you know, I want to prove or make sure that you guys really are together. Okay. All right? How did you guys meet? We have actually known each other since high school. Uh, kind of funny story. Uh, <laughs> we were actually neighbors at one point. Yeah, we were we were neighbors uh, for a couple of Girl years. Girl next door. When we were in high school. Yeah, it was funny, though, because um, I never actually ever went to her house when she was my neighbor, though. 
I mean, what were you like? What, you're 18, and so what? You were like 16 or something. Now, Bateman, be honest. I, did you ever peer through a window? No, actually, I didn't. Did you ever try to? Did you ever see if you could sneak a peek in the bathroom? No, I should have though. <laughs> I would have. What's your name? Do we even know your name? Or My what? name's Ashley. Okay, you're going by Ashley. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. So you knew Bateman in high school then? Yes, we knew each other in high school. He was actually uh, dating somebody else in high school for quite a while. Now, so. how what was he like in high school? Was he was he cool? Because I don't know if you know this, but not only was I voted most talented at my high school, I was also voted voted Mr. South Grand Prairie High School. <laughs> I was a varsity catcher. I was an all star lead actor. I was dating the prom queen. That kind of stuff. Was well, he the as, catching hasn't changed. Was he as cool as me? How what is that joke going to get old? By <laughs> never, way? never. Was, I, I still chuckle. I'm the one telling it. Was he as cool? Uh, was he cool at high school? Because right now he seems yeah. like a dud sad sack. No, I mean he's always been cool. Definitely. Did, did he date a lot of chicks? Uh, he was pretty steady with one girl throughout high school. Unfortunately. Uh, but me and him did hook up once. What? At a high school party. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, tell me the story real quick. Okay. Um, In your face. Everyone is calling me a liar last week. <laughs> F you. Well, here's the, here's the thing. All right, now I, got, I wanna I'm gonna talk about the sex. I gotta ask about the sex. But first, when you hooked up, like just kissing, hooked up at the high school party or what? Um, a little under the shirt, kissing, you know. <laughs> With her? No way. Uh, he barely reaches your boobs whenever you're standing up. <laughs> but the, but the thing is, he didn't talk to me after that. You blew her off, huh? Totally blew me you off. You blew that chick, that hot chick off in high school? It paid off in the end. So I, I thought he was a total jerk for years. And uh, we ran into each other again at one of Todd's shows. Rev um, 9. Oh, Rev 9? Okay. Yeah. Are those guys going to come in? Uh, I don't know. I guess so. Aren't they supposed to come in and play musical dildos or something? By the way, let me put this out. We're We're getting into the local music scene, and we don't mind if you have a band. But here's what you have to do. You can bring, you can come in in your band. You can bring one of your songs to be played in the hideout. All right, look at this. Number one show Saturday nights. Uh, this amazing exposure. Okay, here's the thing. You gotta have your groupies or your fans play musical dildos. You gotta play musical dildos with your song in the hideout, I and we'll give you exposure. You haven't been too keen on this idea. I think it'd be funnier if the actual band played musical dildos. <laughs> I think it'd be funnier. All right. Well, we can work the kinks out as we uh, go. But no, that's available. So if you want to email us saying that you uh, want to get in on that, jfkhideout at AOL.com using the AOL for broadband. See, look at that. He's even touching her. Uh, I just I want to pose the first challenge to make sure this is legit. Okay. Do you have a pen and paper over there? Will you get out of now, here? Now, Bateman, turn around. Bateman, shut up and turn around. I want her to write down the ghost's name at that first party. And I want Bateman to be able to uh, guess it. Uh, this, out of I don't believe a word Bateman saying he's picked this chick up somewhere. When did, when did you become a moral fan to slow the show down? Excuse me? God. All right, hold Excuse on. Excuse me? <laughs> hold on. A oh, wait, whoa. What would you just say, Bateman? Bateman, do I need to take you outside and whip you like a bastard stepchild? I'd like to see you try. All right, hold, Bateman, hold on. Place your damn weight. I don't want to embarrass you in front of your chick. Hey, hold on a second. All right, just give us a second, Punani. We will. I like your challenge, and we'll do your challenge. Just hold on a sec. I got a couple of things that I want them to do to prove their love to each other. But first and foremost, and that's a good one. I like that one. That's good. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about the history of you guys and a little bit more about Bateman. Did he hate women in high school, too? Did he have issues with women? 
And because I don't know if you do you listen to the show, have you heard the show at all? Uh, no, not. I tell her not, not to listen. Not too much of it. Um, I I'm pretty busy. I have a crazy schedule, so. I haven't had the opportunity to listen to the show too much. I don't want to make these jokes because Tommy's going to say it. Screw him. I don't even know if this is real or not. Okay. You you unleash your fury. She seems like a cold chick, and she seems like she's going to be okay with it. Yeah, that. I think I think she can handle it, Tommy. You don't have to give me those looks. So you don't care that he spins like every Saturday night here with you instead of being hanging out with you or whatever? No. I mean, we totally have a cool relationship. I understand he has his life. I have my life. And um, I let him do his thing. Right. We see each other enough. I, when? So when do you guys hang out? He's always he's always on the instant messenger with me at night, so he can't be hanging out with you at night. You're working there in the day. We what, she can't be over at my house? While you're on the instant messenger? Why would you be on the instant messenger? I don't have She's... to be on every single time. Oh, baby. Oh. <laughs> well, you're chatting with Matt Albert, and she's, like, giving hey. you oral or something. Come on, whatever. You're such a liar. All right, whatever. Hey, no. 800-636-1067-2024321067. Now, the whole thing about Bateman is that he has this, like, persona on the air that he's created where he hates women. And I don't know if this is true or not. How does he treat you in the relationship? Is he is he nice? Is he cordial? Does he open doors? Things like that? He is, is he the so bottom? Sweet. <laughs> Did you put the uh, the sex toy on and bend him over? How does it work exactly? Wow, this feels so funny. How does it I can't work? wait for five days a week. <laughs> How does what in particular work? I mean, is he nice to you first and foremost? Yeah. Um, he's I, definitely I, nice to me. He takes me out to dinner. He's always paying, opens doors for me, definitely. My only complaint, I would have to say, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> as as Punani yells too short in the background. Is that he does ignore me. He has A little that, bit. He has that issue with us, too. Why would I mean, how does he ignore you? Like, give us an instance where that happens. Um, I'll be at his house, and like you said, he'll be on the computer, and uh, oh, wow. I'll be like, "Hey, I'm over here. Come hang out with me." Now, does but it? But Matt's over here. <laughs> but Matt's over here. Hey, I'm not the one that went to Matt Albert's house. Matt, ha ha ha. He said, "LOL." Does he do, do like LOL? Speak with you and R O. I think it's like. R wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. All right, hold on. Let me ask, because I don't even know if this is real or not. All right. Hey, my mom knows him. Can we call your we, mom? We no. Can call her. No, no, she, no, no. Why are you being uptight? She's no. She's known him since high school. I mean, he he was my neighbor. Uh, you say you, uh, this is getting too personal. Wait a second. Hold on a second. You say that you go over to his house. Mm hmm All right. He actually lives right down the street from me. Still now. Mm-hmm. So do you like playing with his dog? Yes, the beagle. Is that the dog you're referring to? I thought it was a chow. Busted. Whatever. What is it? What's our? Uh, hold on, hold on. All right. What's the dog's name? Come on. It's a simple question. You've been with him a month and a half. He loves that dog more than he loves his show. What's the dog's name? We should probably be dealing. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. What's the dog's name? Roxy. All right. It's Roxy. All right. She got it right. I don't know if he slipped her a note or something. No. No. It took me a second. I'm sorry. What are the uh, first three digits of his phone number other than 703? 534. Damn. If they're neighbors, they'd know that. You think you know that? Oh, yeah, they live in the same subdivision neighborhood. All right, let's try uh, Punani's thing then real quick. Punani, uh, Punani had a question. Uh, you guys, you, you met at the that host party. Would just You write down the last name of the host, uh, whose party it was, and 
without with Tommy turning around and not looking. No, this is, this is only remember well, high school. That's okay. That's what we met. I mean, that was just the, that was just the I place. Mean, that was the. I mean, do you have anything else that better that well, we could uh, test them with, Doug, yeah, to make sure that they're really? Because I'll be honest, she is beautiful. I mean, Sharon Stone doesn't do you justice because you're younger, you're taller. She's got the long blonde hair, the long legs. She's like five six. She's got a little schoolgirl outfit on. Bateman's running around in his little uh, t-shirt thingy and his sweatpants. By the way, do you ever take him places? I mean, how does he get along with your friends? And do you have any friends available for a radio show host? Oh. <laughs> my friends have known uh, has known him for years too. Yeah, he totally gets along with my friends. Do you guys ever chat on the IM, or does he uh, block you so he can talk to uh, Matt Albert? We actually do not chat on the IM. No. So how do you how do you guys I, ever converse? I don't have a computer, so over the phone. All right, Dubs. All right, let's see. I want to see how awkward it is. Hit the music. I want you guys, if you really are together. I want you guys to dance with each other. Just do a little slow dance real quick. The two of you. Wow, that's hard to fake. Uh, uh, you want to dance? I want to see some fun. Come on, baby. Hold on, let's let them dance first. We can, we can tell. <laughs> Look how awkward it is. They don't even know each other. They're getting together and it's like, <laughs> she is so hot. Are you wearing any panties? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Grab her ass if you're with her. Holy Christ, he's grabbing her ass. He got, he got a finger deep. He got stanky finger. How's your knuckle smell? Can I smell your knuckle? I'm sure it's fine. You look beautiful. All right. I, I can't think of anything. Would you kiss him? Kiss him here on the air. Kiss him. Come on. Come on. Okay. Well, fine. Okay, come here. All right, I'm done. He's got a chick. Jesus Christ. Jesus effing Christ. I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm, just I'm shocked. I'm speechless. I honestly believe this was some sort of a ruse. This was some sort of a, hey, get off my back. I'm not a homo. <laughs> you know, I'm not gay. Tubby's a fag. Tubby's a virgin. Tubby's a fag. Tubby's a virgin. Despite what I say. Tubby's a fag. Tubby's a virgin. How, what kind of a lover is he? Is he a caring lover? He is an excellent lover. Is he, uh, does he cry? Is he packing? Is he crying? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. No. It, is it like uh, with Ted Bundy where, where he's like, can you not breathe, please? Act like you're dead. <laughs> Tubby's a fag. Tubby's a virgin. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. All right. God, you take a lot of abuse here. Yeah. <laughs> this is why he doesn't want you to listen to the show. <laughs> All right. I, I don't know. There it is. They're together. Congratulate. Hopefully, you know, you know, at some point you um, can hook me up with your friends. Let's do some sort of double dating all of us going out with each other. I definitely have some hot friends I would, that are single. Where do you meet chicks like you? Do you have to go to these concerts and these bands and stuff to uh, to meet? I mean, I knew you guys knew each other in high school, but I mean, come on. Where do you meet, meet chicks like me? Yeah, just hot chicks. Where do you go? Hang around me. I don't know. Hang, Yeah, hang around me. All right. Well, there it is. <laughs> uh, would you uh, email him a lot. I am him a lot. Anything uh, no, else? She doesn't. No, I don't have a computer. Jesus so, Christ. And I don't have access to one really at the moment. So. 
All right. Well, fair enough. There it is. We've met her. Mrs. Bateman. Here I am. <laughs> oh, do you see anything for the future for you guys or anything like that? I mean, she looks at him longingly. I mean, she looks at him. And... Has he ever threatened your kneecaps? Has he ever threatened um... to cut you? No, not, that, not that I can remember. He seems no. so awkward around her, too. <laughs> you know, you know I, I think nervous. it's nervous. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, come here, honey. Come like here. Being interrogated on the air. God damn. You, um, you let him finish anywhere? Oh. <laughs> where, where's the favorite spot? Where, where's the target? We should probably be going there. <laughs> favorite spot? For him to finish. Um, Does he, uh, what? Uh, next favorite, question. Favorite position? How is it? Does he like oral? Does, do you, I mean, does he like to give you oral? When is he any good at that? When are we going to meet the chick you're supposedly seeing? I don't have anybody. I told yeah. you that already. All right. Well, it's nice to meet you again, Ashley. Yeah, Ashley. Great Stop in. We should hang out now. We're all. Dub says. I don't a think chick. that's a good idea. Bateman has a chick. <laughs> I'm looking for a chick. We're all doing this. Dubs, come on, man. You're, you you got any reaction? I mean, what do you think of this, dude? I, I'm on the I'm on the fence right now. I keep on believing and not believing, because a lot of times it looks unnatural, them two together. But, Bateman, but I think I think that he, that he's just nervous. Bateman has never been the kind of guy that's been natural around uh, any of us, much but, less a chick, much but, less a hot. Is is he like that normally? Does he not? You know, um, does he have issues like going out in public and stuff? No, I mean it, it did take a little while for him to get comfortable around me, but um, Dobby's a fag. Dobby's a virgin. He's just nervous right now. But... <laughs> the, the, what? What are you gonna say, Dobbs? I can't remember. What did you want, Punani? I, I mean, I, I have to admit. I mean, this is the kind of chick that. If I didn't know Bateman kind of the way I do, this is the kind of gal that I would expect him to get. A hot-looking chick. Tommy's a good-looking guy. He's just short like me. But he's practically a male model. That's but, what he says. But the thing is, is that his, his attitude is just such crap. He's angry all the time that, I mean, she's obviously too sweet a girl for him. I, the personality doesn't mix. The, I funny thing I could... is, the funny thing is, Tommy's a part of the show, and he... He is backing off the questions more than she is. I think if we had her alone in the studio, she'd be answering more questions. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Why not? It's not going to happen. Why, why doesn't your chick come in and answer some questions then? She don't need to. That is true. His is the first. I, I wasn't hiding her. Yeah, that's true. Well, hey, Sorry, wait don't... a second. Let me ask you this. Why do you think he was hiding you from us, other than what you've seen on the air here a second ago? Does she need to explain anymore? It wasn't so much he was hiding me from you guys. I kind of didn't want him to talk about it on air. And uh, yeah. well, I mean, it, talking on air and hiding it from us are two different things. Do you, there, could you not trust us, Bateman, that we're the kind of guys where you don't want us to, uh, you couldn't tell us a secret and you just think we're going to go blab it and stuff? Okay, he's not too stupid. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. All right. There it is. That's, that's it. I'm tapped out, man. They kissed. They danced. And they, they tongued. I, I I don't care. I mean, maybe she paid set. Maybe he paid her. How much? How much does it cost for a chick like you? How much? How dare you? If I were to take, like, how if much I, does it cost? I mean, what is she? <laughs> <laughs> not, I'm not saying her, but her quality. That's four hundred bucks. Where did you get four hundred dollars, Bateman? I'm, but I'm just saying. I mean, that's the kind of quality gal she is. And I mean, I know they're guys. That seems pretty low. That is. I mean, that's low end. But yeah, I mean, the guys out there who have done escort services, they'll know what I'm talking about. And between it's range two to uh, two to three. Which is 400 to 800. And that's what Trollope is. <laughs> Listen to this guy. He's giving quotes. I think this is a JFK infomercial for prostitutes. 
escort service. Hey, that's, that's not a bad idea. They could probably sell that. There's a credit card. Throw $400 on there. Yeah. Gold card. Me, Dubs, and Punani, all of us upstairs. Finishing anywhere. With your credit, I don't think it'll go through. All right, that's $20. Well, there she is, Mrs. Bateman, Ashley Bateman from now on. Right. Hey, seriously, how long do you see you see it to you together? Um, everything's going so well now. I mean, I can't say. Have you ever well, have you ever thought term, have you ever thought you might marry Tommy Bateman? All right, they've all I mean they've been together for a little while, but that's a fair question. Sometimes you how know this. Sometimes you know. It's too early to say. Does he come over to your house a lot? Yeah, he does. Does anybody have a pen? Dubs, pass me a pen real quick. I need a pen. What are you doing? All right here, I'm gonna write this down. This is my cell phone number. <laughs> I want you to call. Collect. I want you to call me mm -hmm. the moment he leaves you, because I honestly believe, and you saw Dubs, I handed it to her. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. I think all of that's going to eventually come out. I'm single. You're going to be single soon. He's a notorious Aww. cheater. I'll tell you that what? as well. Such <laughs> <laughs> a liar. <laughs> Notorious. We'll talk later. He used to tell me about. In fact, shut up. In fact, I'll tell you this. I mean, there were times when we're on the air Christmas and during uh, New Year's, where he's like, "Dude, I had this trick, this dream about this ex-girlfriend, and I called her and told her not to listen to the show, but I wanted her to listen to the show." I have no idea what you're talking about. Let's hear some uh -huh. tape then. We got the tape back on the goddamn call screen. Whatever. Hmm. Why are you trying to start stuff? <laughs> I was just kidding. I was just kidding. That didn't really happen. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. See, here's that number. Okay? Here's that number. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll give you the tape. Then call me. Okay. I'll put it on the same CD. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you for coming yeah, in. Nice, great meeting you guys. Nice to meet you, Ashley. Nice to meet you, too. You ready for the old school jam? Yep. All right. Let's do it. I guess, since there's love in the room, uh, we'll do uh, Color Me Bad. I want to sex you up. God, she's so effing hot. It's a hideout. 106.7 WJFK.
Democracy is all about protecting the rights of the ordinary citizen. Unregulated radio would result in programming of the lowest common denominator. This radio person is the whole problem. Are we going to allow this guy to be heard by anyone who can turn a dial? Nobody knows who he is. I swear to God, nobody has any idea. The hideout. No, even the show isn't real. I'm using a voice disguiser. I'm a phony f- just like my dad. See, the real me is just as worried as the rest of you. The Hideout with L. Hefe and J. Dubs giving you reason to be even. This is the problem with Facebook. 106.7 WJK. I don't even know where to begin. Yeah. Welcome back to the Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Stick around, and we'll we'll let everything out of the bag in a little bit. We should say we should say it now. I want to wait till he gets back in here, though. We should at least say it now so people know, and then we'll play this little game, and then we'll come back. Tony, what did he say to you out, out outside? Uh, the segment ended. We just spent the whole freaking most of the hour with Bateman and his chick. And then what does he end up saying to you? He said, meet the girl that's playing my girlfriend. So we've been punked. We've been punked. <laughs> we've been punked by our producer. She's sitting in here making out with him. She kissed him. I saw I, Tom. That, that wasn't a like a light pecking kiss. No, that was tongue. You, I, you had a better angle, Punani. Yeah, let's just make sure it's not the we. It's you, you. I the whole time held out until he grabbed it. He did stick knuckle up. 
in the bad place. When I said grab, I mean, that almost got me. I was like, man. When I when he said when I said grab her, she is so goddamn hot. Well, now I hope she keeps my phone number. I'm excited well, about I that. Her, I, I told her, nope, free pass. Come in anytime you want. That's how hot this chick was. How hot was? Uh, by the way, Jason from DeadMoneyPokerClub.com is here with us. How hot was she, she dude? Was smoking hot, man. And she had all that fetish gear on, man. This short, short schoolgirl skirt. <sighs> She played. Hot. She played it well, I think. I mean, she looked at him with like love in her eyes. Yeah. He grabbed her ass. You know what, Tommy? If you haven't hit it yet, I think you have a chance. I'll be. Uh, she should be in the car she, right now. If she's willing. Listening. If she's willing to, you know, go that far. Unless she's like, the, she could be like the next Meryl Streep or something, and like the greatest actress in the world. She tongued him here in front of us, Bateman of all people. I just want to let you guys know, my two girlfriends are here now too, so. Oh, bring them in. Just let them hang out. Yeah. Put, put yeah, the I mean, if you want me to tongue them or feel them up or anything like that, yeah, I'll that. gladly prove it. All right, bring Let them in. Let me go get them for you. Nice. In the meantime, all right, well, hold on. Let's do this because we have this plan, and I want to give some free stuff out. Nice. So if you want free stuff, 800-636-1067, 202-432-1067. As we are now going to play what could quite possibly be America's favorite game show in the world, and um, it is an exclusive to the hideout. Let's play. The device is right. Brought to you by MidnightMonkey.com and the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. All right, the name of this game is The Device is Right. And joining us on the phone, our buddy Ton from MidnightMonkey.com. As we say hello to uh, Alexis and Christine, and we're going to hang out, along with uh, Jason from DeadMoneyPokerClub.com. And we're going to be playing The Device is Right. People can jump in right now. Call right now uh, your opportunity to win sex toys. Uh, win free stuff from the hideout. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Ton, uh, we've chatted with you before. How are things at MidnightMonkey.com? Uh, things are great. In fact, I'm happy to announce tonight on uh, El Jefe's Hideout that we are open for business. Outstanding. So Woo! credit cards are able to be used. People can go and purchase the sex toys of their choosing. Oh yeah, we did a. You guys did a great job helping us really get the name out in the uh, D.C. metropolitan area, and we we've received just a number of hits day after day. So we figured, you know what? I'm sure these people need to buy something. Yep, that's true. But let's give it away right now. Okay. Let's give away uh, sex toys, courtesy of the hideout. Here's what we are going to do, Dubs. Here's what I have lined up for us. Uh, Ton has sent me the descriptions of. Various sex toys. And so what we will do is we will give you the description, and it is called The Device is Right. So much like The Price is Right. We're going to play a, a pricing game. A pricing game. The closest to the actual price of the product without going over wins. All right? So we'll have three people. Three people get to play. And then we have a whole bunch of these, so if you want to call, go ahead and flood the phone lines right now. 800-636-1067. 202-432-1067. It is The Device is Right on WJFK. Let's hear the uh, first of these uh, these product stubs. Magic Light. This twirling, twisting, spinning, and vibrating super powerful love line wand can satisfy any need for a stiff shaft. Let it work its magic on you. There it is. The Magic Lined Wand Sex Toy. You know, we can't even say um, the V word, and I'm not even talking vagina. Yeah, it, it, it's something that moves very, very fast. Vibe, 
me wait four seconds so I can't get her. Ader. <laughs> All right. So the closest without going over. Um, how does this product sell on MidnightMonkey.com? How 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 much uh, is this a, a favorite there, Tom? Oh yeah, I hope it is going to be a favorite. I mean, right now, I love it. Uh, our our dongs and vibrators are going to. Um, can I say that? Uh, it's fine. I mean, just try to say sex toys, but the the okay, magic our, wand. Our, I, I think you can say dong. Yeah, okay, dong our, works. Why not? Our, how about how about our massagers? All right, massagers work. That'll work yeah, too. Massagers, we can do that. Our massagers, uh, they're going to sell really well. I mean, it's the hottest selling device or toy in the industry. The magic wand, or as we like to call it, line wand. You think uh, you think the general manager's packing? I think so. You think Alan's got? I think, uh, I think he swings low. <laughs> Both barrels. I bet he does. He's a sexy man. He's a sexy man. I guarantee you can do the helicopter, no problem. All right, Johnny, you're first up. What is your guess uh, for the price of the magic line wand? Uh, does this thing just come out or what? How about that, Tony? Has it been out for a while? It's been out for a while. What do you got? Hmm. Just give me a number. Uh. Forty-nine bucks. All right, $49. All right, hold on a second, all right? Closest without going over wins. Johnny had 49 Let's move over to Tom. Tom, what's your guess? Uh, I'm going to say $95. $95 for the magic line. <laughs> now, you know what? Christine, do you want to play? Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, if you want to win, all right. So you're gonna go with one dollar for the magic. Recue that for me too, Dubs. We'll try to play these twice. So you say one dollar, Christine. I, yeah, I, I say one dollar. All right, hold on there, Tom. Okay. All right. All right. Let me see. Not getting excited or anything. Here. <laughs> As Christine in studio, looking forward to. Let's hear the description one more time. Magic line wand vibrator. Abra fucking cadabra. Now you see it. Now you don't. This twirling, twisting, spinning, and vibrating super powerful love line wand can satisfy any need for a stiff <laughs> Let it work its magic on you. That's sexy. I don't know about you, but that's sexy. Uh, having a chick talk about that? All right, so there it is. We have Johnny, who said 49. We have Tom, who said 95. And we have Christine in studio, who said $1. Just like the price is right, but this is the device is right. So the closest without going over wins the magic line wand. Ton, what is the retail price of the magic line wand? $16.80. Yeah! Christine is a winner. Congratulations, Christine. You're going home with the magic line wand. I tell you what, if someone's willing to spend $95, I'm going to put it out for now. <laughs> Johnny, Tom, hold on. You guys can play again. You know, I'm not going to throw you off just because you lose. You guys hold on. But if if there's another bad guess like that, maybe we'll have to let him go. Well, we'll let him go. We'll, we'll give them two shots to go around. Yeah. We have one open line open if you want to play with this. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Look at Christine all flushed over there. You're thinking about what you're going to be doing tonight, aren't you? <laughs> Play. The device is right. Brought to you by MidnightMonkey.com and The Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. All right, J-Dubs, if you would, let's move on to our next item. And the device is right. Ballsy pink jelly super. More jelly than a dozen Dunkin' Donuts and a hundred times better for your body. This seven-inch hot rod is sure to make you cream. Put on a pot of coffee because you're going to want to stay up all night with this one. <laughs> All right, so this is the the ballsy je pink jelly super C. 
and you've got, um, as far as inches go, you've got somewhere in the neighborhood of my favorite number, seven. All right, so we'll go to Hillary. Hillary, you're first up in the devices, right? What is your guess, Hillary, for the um, the Super C? Uh, $25. $25 for Hillary. Closest without going over wins. And uh, are you married? Are you single? Or do you use many of these sex toys? Uh, no. No, no, and no to all of them? It's all right. Uh, no, I'm not single, but I'm not married either. Okay. Well, kind of my situation. A little limbo there. I see what you're saying. And do you use these uh, devices? No. Are you going to start? Give it a try? Win one, maybe. All right, cool. Well, hold on. $25. It's a good guess for the Super C. Um, hold on. We'll go up to uh, Dan. Dan, you know of anybody who could use the Super C? Uh, yeah, I got a couple people that I know that could use it. All right, Dan, and uh, what is your guess in the devices right? Um, twenty-nine ninety-nine. Twenty-nine ninety-nine. Good choice. Hold on, and let's go back to let's see. Let's try Chris. Chris, welcome into the hideout. Do you have a guess? The device is right. Uh, the Super C. I'm gonna go uh, uh twenty uh, nineteen ninety-nine. Nineteen. Ninety-nine. Let's play. The device is right. Brought to you by MidnightMonkey.com and The Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Todd, will you please give me the retail, the retail value of the ballsy pink Super C? Well, F.A., it retails at $30.40. $30.40, that means Dan. Dan, you are a winner in the hideout. Dan, you've got a busy night. Congratulations, the hideout's given you seven inches. And, 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 all right. and it took all of us to uh, put that together. Dan, hold on. We're going to get your info in the back. Congratulations. Hillary, hold on. I'll let you play the game one more time. Dan on line one was a winner of the ballsy... Pink Jelly Super C, 106.7 WJFK. Amazing guest, too. I think he's bought one before. The device is right. Let's move on to uh, our third option here, J-Dubs, in this one. And, uh, again, giving out free sex toys, MidnightMonkey.com. That is N-I-T-E.com. Available and open for service. Um, and all of your sexual pleasure needs. Dubs, hit it. Jelly Flex, terrific. More than just okay, better than simply good. This thing is truly terrific. Haven't found that all over body climax? Well, hold on and make sure your bed is nailed to the ground because this Jelly Flex dong is about to turn you out. <laughs> Let's play. The device is right. Brought to you by MidnightMonkey.com and The Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. By the way, the chick who uh, read those for us? Yeah. Classic. Oh, she's she's cute. She's oh, yeah. a cutie. And she, she knows how to read, and she makes it all sexy, and she did it all sexy. She knows how to read. That's one that's really important for me. Well, no, I'm talking about read it all sexy. And I don't need my woman learning. And here's my thing, too. Uh, whenever we was in there, because I had to record this with her in the same room as me, and having her say the C word and turn you out, I got some wood. Yeah? I'm not going to lie. I got why'd, you, why'd you try? Why don't you just rub on her leg? You know, honestly, can I tell you something about the last segment with Bateman's chicken here and her legs and her short ass little skirt? Yeah. You don't know how hard I had to restrain myself from reaching over and seeing if she was shaved underneath her, uh, right around her hamstring or something, just touching a little bit. Nothing turns me off like stubble, and I didn't see any. 
All right, we got a couple open lines if you want to play the devices right. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Again, this is the Jellyflex. Um, I don't even I don't even think we could even say this word. It it operates the little Jew in the canoe. Yeah. <laughs> or the little the man, man in the boat. Or the man in the boat, whichever one you man prefer. Man in the boat or uh, man in the boat or Ifric. Johnny, what's your uh, what's your guess for the Jellyflex Man in the Boat teaser? Uh, does that have any batteries or anything like that? I mean, how expensive? Yeah, what yeah, what about what about that, Ton? Does this one uh, require any batteries or any some sort of uh, plugging into the wall? Yeah, this one will will Diesel. need some energy to uh, to massage. All right, Johnny, what do you what's your guess on this one? Closest uh, uh, without going over wins. Twenty-seven dollars. $27. That seems to be a good, a nice little range for people to hop in on. Uh, hold on. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. You want to play the devices right? Giving out free sex toys from the hideout at midnightmonkey.com. Tom, your guess. Hi, just what I'm going to say about $30. $30. And now I'm going to be pulling for Hillary. Hillary didn't win the last go-around, but I think this is something you may be very interested in. Hillary, what is your guess? Uh, $31.99. $31.99. Ninety-nine. Now, I'm wondering if people are going to MidnightMonkey.com and actually scoping what the... Uh, Everybody's the, been pretty close, except for that first go-around. Yeah, when they're bidding $100 in the Magic Line wand. Let's hear this one more time, Dub. Jelly Flex? Terrific. More than just okay. Better than simply good. This thing is truly terrific. Haven't found that all-over body climax? Ah! Well, hold on and make sure your bed is nailed to the ground, because this Jelly Flex dong is about to turn you out. Let's play. The device is right. Brought to you by MidnightMonkey.com and The Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. All right. Is there anything sexier than a chick saying, turn you out? I mean, that's a sexy phrase. I'm going to turn you out. You best believe it. It's going to take like 27 seconds. I'd be really scared if a girl told me she was going to turn me out. You think so? Yeah, that, that means there's something getting strapped down, and I'm biting a pillow. <laughs> Bateman style. Uh, Ton, on. Ton, what is the retail price of the Man in the Boat Ifric? Man in the Boat Ifric retails for $32.60. Congratulations, Hillary! Yay. Your Man in the Boat will be very, very happy. Yeah, again, stimulating your little Man in the Boat, the hideout on 106.7 WJK. Congratulations, honey. Hold on, all right? Thank you. <laughs> she can tell she's so proud. Uh, if we can get her info. All right, guys, this is the big one. Jason from DeadMoneyPokerClub.com. If you want to play for this one, I may even play. I can't play for this one because I know the prices. This next one is for dudes. We got two open lines. You want to hop in on this. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Dubs, get it. Porta Poon. Want some anytime, anywhere, any place? This portable love box goes where you want to go and is ready whenever you need it. It won't talk back, it doesn't need gifts, and it certainly doesn't care if you finish first. Fellas, the perfect date has arrived. All right, I'm going to give it a couple seconds for guys to call in for the Porta Poon. Can I hear that again? Yes. Again, 800 636 1067. 202-432-1067, the Port-a-Poon. Uh, one more time, please, if you would, uh, lovely lady. Portapoon. Want some anytime, anywhere, any place? This portable love box goes where you want to go and is ready whenever you need it. It won't talk back. It doesn't need gifts. 
And it certainly doesn't care if you finish first. Fellas, the perfect date has arrived. Let's play. The device is right. Brought to you by MidnightMonkey.com and The Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Think about that, fellas. Anytime you want. It's not going to talk back to you. You don't have to take it to dinner. You don't have to. I, I swear. All you I, need is a good saliva buildup, and you're ready to rock. <laughs> I might want you guys to send that back to me. Spit and rub. Spit and rub. Let it go now. Here's the thing. If I had one of those right now, underneath the desk, I'd do it while thinking about the chick who pretended to be Bateman's girlfriend. I hear that. She was hot. I may even blow a snot rocket for it. <laughs> That's when you know you need it. <laughs> you're willing to go that far. All right, everybody that's on the line gets the opportunity to play for the port poon This is the big one. This is the big one with the devices right on El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. So we will get guesses from everyone on the line. Let's go first to Mike. Mike, welcome into the hideout. What is your guess for the port poon Uh, 39.95. All right, buddy, I need you to hold on. 39.95? Mm-hmm. Thank you, sir. Alan, your guess for the port poon Forty-nine ninety-five. I'd be willing to pay. I'm not kidding. Sixty-nine bucks, seventy bucks, two hundred bucks for something that's not going to talk back to you and let you finish. Now, how often would you use something like this, Alan? <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, is there a warranty on this thing? Because I swear to God, I'd wear it out in about a month and a half. <laughs> no. All right, hold on, Alan. All right. <laughs> I'd be stuffing in between the uh, the the two uh, things on the on the couch and just going to town. <laughs> Have you, ever, have you ever made love to a couch? I've tried. Me, yeah, me too. Uh, Johnny, one more go around for the Porta Poon. What, what is the guess so far? Uh, we got thirty nine ninety five and forty nine ninety nine. Hmm. Fifty nine. You notice the guys? They're willing to pay whatever it takes for something that doesn't talk back. Uh, Tom, welcome into the hideout. I'll say sixty dollars. Sixty dollars. Again, closest without going over is the winner. It's a magic little box. <laughs> so here we have mic number two prices of sixty, fifty nine ninety nine, forty nine ninety nine, and thirty nine ninety five. Closest without going over. How are you going to play it? Just like the price is right, the device is right. Uh, fifty two fifty. Fifty two fifty. All right, mic number two. Hold on, Ton. Hey, Are, don't I gotta I gotta stay here? Oh, yeah. you want to? Oh, wait, no, oh, okay. Uh, Jason for DeadMoneyPokerClub.com. I'm one sorry. Dollar. One dollar, gentlemen. Jason's dollar. going with the one dollar. <laughs> Let's go one more time. We got to hear this one one more time. Portapin. Want some anytime, anywhere, any place? This portable love box goes where you want to go and is ready whenever you need it. It won't talk back. It doesn't need gifts. And it certainly doesn't care if you finish first. Fellas, the perfect date has arrived. Let's play. The device is right. Brought to you by MidnightMonkey.com and The Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Can you spell right? Can you spell nice? N-I-T-E. N-I-T-E for MidnightMonkey.com. Ton, what is the retail price of that beloved portafone? Porta Poon retails for $36 even. Jason, Dead Money Poker Club, that's Score! He is Score, baby, Score! He is a winner of the, <laughs> of the Porta Poon, uh, WJFK. Congratulations. We're going to clear the phone lines. Thank you, everybody who played. We still have one more device, but I want to give everybody a, a, a chance to, uh,
Lines are now open. Ladies, don't be ashamed. This is nothing to be ashamed of, discovering you and your sexuality. So 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. What's up, big dog? Jason from DeadMoneyPokerClub.com. You know, you and Tasha get together, maybe do a little uh, banner sharing or something. Yeah, a little cross-promotion action. Do something like that. That, that, that would be, Definitely. That would be awesome. The device is right. This is one of those games I love. I love it. I love this game. I Especially guess. when I hear people say Portapoon. How great. Now, it actually has a different name. Yeah. But the Portapoon, I think, is even better. Yeah, I think they should like market. This. What is your, what is your uh, comment as you come in? You're one of the few females that actually has a hideout pass as you step in and watch the boys play for their silly little, uh, their silly little um, uh, devices here. Is it disgusting as a woman to know that a guy is... You saw Jason. I mean, he's jumping up and down. He's going all over the place. He's excited. He won the porta poon. Hey man, whatever makes you guys happy, that's cool. <laughs> and let's that's that. right answer. I love you guys. So Good I don't answer. Care. For a lady to say something like that. By the way, uh, I- I've actually bought that. <laughs> you have a porta poon, Christine? Well, for my for my ex boyfriend. Did you really? Yeah, I went to a nice. sex that's party. Love. It was like a tubbleware party, but it was sex toys. It was the greatest party I think I've ever been to. And uh Yeah, uh, my girlfriend's gone to those before. Yeah. yeah. So you know Hey, you know what you know what, Tom? Maybe whenever you can come up to D C why don't we throw a sex toy party here in the actual hideout? Hey, it, that's not a bad idea. In fact I'd like to call it the Efferware. The Efferware. That works. <laughs> nice. Alright, one final one. We got everybody back on the line to play uh the devices right. Here is the last item up for bid in the devices. Right, Remember, this could be for you. It could be for your chick. It could be, you know, however you want. I think it's actually... I just want to hear it. <laughs> You're slowing down the show, I'm dog. Sorry. That's all right. We'll do this. Let's play The Device is Right. Brought to you by MidnightMonkey.com and The Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Bender dong. It doesn't get any more realistic than this. Eight inches of veins ready to bend to your pleasure. Take it home, but don't expect it to stay in that special drawer too long. <laughs> all right, the bender dong. Um, what, Tom, out of all these, what do you expect to sell the most? Portapoon. <laughs> yeah, Portapoon would definitely be the best because it has the best name. But I, I, the magic wand seems to be a favorite among uh, among my female uh, visitors. <laughs> I, here's they, this. They, they comment on it. They want to know when it's ready because it does. It twists. It turtles. It, it does anything you want it to do. And abracadabra, there you are. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> as I think it on this. Hey, um, remember, you can get this porta poon MidnightMonkey.com, N-I-T-E. So, uh, and now open for business. We'll do the same thing with everybody on the phone line. Again, this is for the Bender Dog. All right? Play it one more time while I write down everybody's name, Dub. Bender Dog. It doesn't get any more realistic than this. Eight inches of veins ready to bend to your pleasure. Take it home, but don't expect it to stay in that special drawer too long. All right, there it is. Let's just run through these real quick. Duncan, you have a guess. Closest without going over wins. Crap, I don't want to win the Bender Dong. Give it to somebody. Actually, I do want it. <laughs> What's your guess? 99.95. All right, hold on there, Duncan, for me, everybody. <laughs> uh, let's go to Matt. Matt, welcome to the hideout. How you doing? How you guys doing? All right, buddy. Uh, is it electric or battery operated or not? No. I don't think it's battery operated. Is it, Tom? No, this, this one isn't. Okay, that one's just uh, 
It's just there for you. So $24.99. All right, hold on there for me, son. Barry, welcome to the hideout. The device is right. What are you bidding on the bender tong? Barry. 25 even. 25 even. Hold on. Let's go to Mike. Mike, what's your bid for the device is right bender dong? 27.95. Who you who would you give this to? Ah, uh, my wife. Uh, it would be so hard if he says mom. No. <laughs> he said his mom. <laughs> oh, that's cold. You know what? I wonder too. I mean, I don't know if guys they're not to the point where they go into this and they, you know, they get these things for their chick and they, you know, they help, you know, because at some point your chick, you know, like calluses or something, you know, it's like swinging your bat, you know what I mean? You're a baseball player, you got the little calluses on your hands. It feels like the bottom of your feet. <laughs> Ra uh, let's go to Ryan. You got your guess. Everybody's gone in the mid twenties. What are you going? What's your strategy for the devices, right? Yeah, I'm thinking uh, twenty six fifty. Twenty six fifty. Well, ladies and gentlemen, here's the situation. I know that every single person that is on the line has overbid. So we can do one of two things, J-Dubs. We can try all over again, or we can go to the person who had the closest price. I have a better idea. What? Port a pen. Want some anytime, anywhere. Hey, by the way, Sean, any <laughs> from now on, you may want to send a lot more things that are aimed toward guys. Because that yeah, port a pen, that thing is going to be, that's going to blow up. That. Oh, your port a -poon? Yeah. I have it clean. You should copyright that title, too, man. Yeah, I made it up. Good. Hey, how about this? Put on Midnight, MidnightMonkey.com. El Jefe presents the port a -poon. You're going to see it next week, I guarantee you. Nice. And throw a picture up of uh, Bateman's fake girlfriend. <sighs> she was so hot. All right, let's go, let's go to the person who's the closest, all right? Because I know that everybody is overbid. So, Tom, the retail price of the Bender Dong is... Bender Dong retails for nineteen dollars forty cents. And congratulations to Matt. Matt who bid twenty four ninety nine. Yeah. Woo! You were the winner of hey, the I, Bender Dong. Can I point something out on that? Uh Barry jumped in on Matt by one penny, trying to yeah. just kinda X him out of the competition, so he got his comeuppance right there. Congratulations to you, Matt. All right, hold on, bro. And we want to thank everybody who played The Device is Right. Let's play The Device is Right. Brought to you by MidnightMonkey.com and The Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Uh, Tom, give us a little more info about MidnightMonkey.com and what we can expect in the future and you, with you guys. Well, let me tell you, right now when you go out there, you're going to see a uh, suite of products from Gongs, The Vibrators, and Man's Best Friend. And, coming up and don't forget, this will be there. Yeah. And every week we're going to add new categories, uh, new product suites to it, and you can see what we're going to bring on. We're going to bring on bondage toys, DVDs, videos, games, um, anal toys, the whole bit. So we're, we're going to have a lot of things for everyone's pleasure. Don, we appreciate the, uh, the little relationship that the hideout has uh, come up with with uh, MidnightMonkey.com, and I look forward to working with you so much in the future. By the way, those Chasey Lane videos that you sent me? Yeah. I need to get a hold of those, man. I'm sorry. I don't know if you want to use them. I do. They're used. I don't care. They're used. <laughs> what is it about Chasey Lane? She has like a Carmen Electra kind of look where she, it's seriously, in fact, I'll tell you this. All right, yesterday, not to spoil anything, ladies, if you don't want to listen to this, you may want to turn around or cover your ears. But that new Carmen Electra show was on. Uh, what is it called? Yeah. Death Do We Part yeah. with, yeah, with yeah, her and uh, Dave Navarro. 
And so it was so funny because I had actually already popped in the Chasey Lane uh, movie, but I needed to rewind it. So I stopped and I rewound it, and there I was watching Carmen Electra and getting all worked up because she's so hot. Then you start this Chasey Lane movie, and it's like Carmen Electra's right there getting effed. And it was, it was like having sex with Carmen Electra, all thanks to our buddy Tom. Tom, you're amazing, bro. Hey, thanks for having me on, though. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you later. You got it. Uh... Mike, Barry, sorry you didn't win, bro. Good luck, good luck next go around. Thank you for calling in, Mike. All right, here's how it goes. We need to take a break. We're way late, aren't we? Let's take a commercial break. We'll come back, and uh, it's the hideout, 106.7. Oh, we got to bring Tommy in. Yeah. And see what that whole thing was about him and his chick lying to us. Yeah. Uh, or I don't even know what to call her now. It's the WJ. Escort. Porta Pin. Want some anytime, anywhere, any place? This portable love box goes where you want to go and is ready whenever you need it. It won't talk back, it doesn't need gifts, and it certainly doesn't care if you finish first. Fellas, the perfect date has arrived. Wow, the Bible is written by people even dumber than all these mothers. Tommy Bateman. I like to dissect girls. Did you know I'm utterly insane? Serial killer. You don't shut your f***ing mouth. I will kill you. Woman hater. Tommy Bateman. It's an hour before the show, and he's running around the JFK compound with his goddamn karate kid uniform on. Tommy Bateman. Here is psychosis only on LFA's hideouts or in his basement. Christ almighty. Welcome back into the hideout. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. The ways for you to get in touch with us. Uh, J-F-K-L-H-E-F-E, E-L-J-E-F-E. Again, MidnightsMonkey.com, N-I-T-E. That's our buddy, Ton who we play the devices right with. Oh, I have more, like, toys from him that maybe we'll play next week. I got another yeah. game that I want to play next week called Insert This. And uh, I think I've told you a little bit about it. I don't yeah. want to give it away too much, but it involves um, I, I, female hygiene TV commercials. That's all I'm going to say. So look for Insert This possibly next weekend on the hideout here at JFK. Jason from Dead Money Poker Club is hanging out with us. Punani is here with us. I'm El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. Alexis and Christine have stopped in. And uh, we had a, a visitor earlier. Yeah. Uh, about an hour ago. We were really excited about this, too. Yeah. we. It's so weird. A whole bunch has transpired. Uh, last weekend, Bateman, um, in the middle of a fight, said that he had a girlfriend and that he didn't want to admit it, but he had a girlfriend. So what Bateman, Bateman, get in here. What Bateman decided to do, we, we, we were like, prove it. So he said, he, you know, he was going to bring in his chick. Her name was Ashley. Oh, jeez. He's wearing the karate uniform again. So he brings in Ashley, who I swear to you, dudes, she is so hot. Yeah. I mean, that, that was your first mistake. She had long blonde hair, um, short little squirrel girl outfit, 23 years old, top body. People say cross between like 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 a Sharon Stone type, just 
beautiful, skinny, thin, great legs, kind of athletic. I don't want to say perfect, but damn, she was good. And so we, Bateman brings her in here. We, we grill her. Punani, Dubs, myself, we all grill her. We ask, what was he like in high school? How'd you meet? And she had an answer for basically everything. She had an answer for everything. She, I thought we got her when I asked, what's, what's his dog's name? Yeah. And she was like, uh, uh, and I'm sitting right here. He didn't tell her. She's like, Roxy. And that's the name. And then I asked about the phone number. 703 <laughs> Um... And then, what was the other thing? And then we were like, okay, well, how about this? Dubs comes up with, why don't you guys dance with each other? So we put on a little Boys to Men, Into the Road, one of the greatest um, love songs of all time. And they start dancing. Who else grabbed your ass? I think uh, Punani, right? I, think Punani. I thought I did. No. Oh. And then Punani grabs, somebody says grab her ass, he grabs her ass. And not only does he grab her ass, he's borderline stinky finger in the bad place. Stinky panky. And then, so then I'm like, all right, well, they danced with each other. He grabbed her ass. This looks real. Kiss her. Because if this is fake, you've got to know she's not going to kiss him. Yeah. I mean, he's practically a, a male model, according to himself. Actually, uh, Super Bowl, not only is Dubs appearing somewhere, uh, me as the new WJFK male spokesmodel um, will be I, appearing somewhere actually, also. Actually, I'm appearing somewhere for the big game. Yes. I'm appearing at Dave and Buster's for the big game. I don't know anything about that other name you said. Whatever it is. But it happens to be on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. Uh, that's so, there's stuff going on that day. And one of the things going on, I'm going to be over at Dave and Buster's. And you have a gig now, too? I don't have a gig yet? You yep. got a gig now? Cameron and Lisa called me up and said, we need you to be the new male spokesmodel. Will you please go to ESPN Zone around 5 o'clock on that day, whatever day Dubs wants to call this it. This is a week from tomorrow for that game that's, that's going on. Day. Yeah. And who are you there with? Uh, I think Spiewax handing stuff out for him. <laughs> wait, a, wait a second. You're such a liar. I, what? First of all, I know that it's Rob Spiewax's event. Because I, I, I know that, uh, you know, I know Spiewax. I shared an office with him. And I know that Tammy asked, hey, is Tommy crazy? Can he come pick up some prizes to hand out to listeners at Rob's event? Uh, that's maybe what they told you, not to hurt your feelings, but <laughs> All right, well, I'm the featured uh, performer. I'm starting to see a little pattern here with this little ass munch. Congenital liar? That he's a, that you're, you're a pathological liar. Acting! Whatever. It, it's, it's you, it's, it's Spiewak's event, you're handing stuff up for, uh, out for Rob Spiewak at the Donna Mike show. It is not your event, you're not a male spokesmodel. You may be a promotions assistant. Now, now, why isn't anybody handing stuff out at my event? I don't know. That's a good question. I'm going, but I'm not going to do anything. And if I have to hand stuff out, I'm getting paid equal. By the way, oh, that's the other thing, too. Before we get to the big lie, I do want to say that Dubs and I will be making an appearance at the Singles in the City. Be there. Um, where is this thing? I had all the event on the Singles in the City. Um, it's this big event. That, I mean, you hear the commercials. There's like promos and things like that. Here it is. Singles in the city. Singlesinthecity.net at the Marriott Wardman um, Park Hotel, downtown DC. You can get your tickets at singlesinthecity.net. It's like this. Like they got the, the speed dating and all this kind of stuff. It's and, like uh, a great place to meet single people, which we found out Bateman is of one. What? And I heard that there might be another special attraction there that we can't say yet. Really? Yeah, over at the singles in the city. I think you can say uh, that I'll be there. Is, is it the one you told me about in the car? I don't think so. 
God damn, now I'm interested. But you, you, you told me about it. In addition to El Jefe and J-Dubs being out there, there might be someone else, and we'll have to wait and see if that comes through. <laughs> oh, okay, someone else from the station. I gotcha. But know that Dubs and Jefe will be hanging out in the kissing autograph booth. So if you would like either a kiss from El Jefe and J-Dubs or maybe an autograph, uh, $100 is all it'll cost you. At the singlesinthecity.net um, big event at the Wardman uh, You know what? They asked me if I would go out and sign autographs out there. I'm like, I have nothing to sign. What am I going to sign? They're like, we'll give you, like, Howard glossies or something. What? We're gonna have... <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to be signing Howard's picture. I'm not doing that. I'll do it. Why not? That'd actually be kind of funny. We'll sign it in the back. I'd rather, really, really, like, get Wilt Chamberlain pictures or something to sign those. I think that'd be funnier. All right. So here's what happens. So getting back to the whole Bateman situation, we told you everything that happened. She kissed him. He grabbed her ass, they danced, she knew the answers to all the questions, and she leaves. I'm thinking, all right, she's going back to hang out with her boyfriend back in call screen. It's so great, too. When I, What what happened, Dub? Something happened when you guys were in call screen. Yeah, I go out there, and not even expecting him to say anything like this, he says, meet the girl that was acting as my girlfriend. I don't recall that at all. Stop acting! Stop playing around. I do. I heard it, too. Did you hear it, Jason? I sure did. Lie. Unani came running in saying he's lying. He's lying. He just admitted that he was lying. I don't know about that. Why are you lying to us? <coughs> about what? About your chick. About so, the, this chick. Whatever. The big game Sunday. I'll be out there at ESPN. Come on, so. dude. Uh, seriously, just for a second. Smoke I mean, smile. We're all supposed to be friends here. We're all supposed to have something going on. Why would you bring it? Do you even know that girl for real? Or did you pay her? I didn't pay anybody anything. So what was true out of that whole segment? Everything. Did you really know her in high school? Yes. Did you really meet her at a band event? Yes. Have you been going out for a month and a half? Possibly. Lies. No! What do you all mean? Lies. Why would, all lies. Right, let me ask you this. Why would Look, you... Are you going to believe someone who does poker for a living? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he's supposed to be... Statistical analysis. He's supposed to be... Statistics say you're full of S. He's supposed to be up on, on the whole thing. Dubs... What did he say? He said specifically to you, meet the chick who's acting as my girlfriend. Yes. Yes. He, uh, th those were his exact words. And he gave me a pack of cigarettes. Why? Uh, it's a bribe. I, yeah. What? I, I took it happily. Good man. All right. This is my only thing. I'd like you to come clean now. If she wasn't your chick, tell us now. What? It's radio. you got to say something. Huh? I didn't hear what you said. If she wasn't your chick, tell us now. She showed up with me, didn't she? All right, get out of here. All right. Sorry, you can't handle the truth. Why would you lie to them? Whatever. Why would you say that go. to them? What's this thing? What is that, Dubs? I have no idea. He bought me a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> Wait a second, though. You're not remotely interested at all? I don't know if he's lying or what. He's, I mean, going, he's going on the air saying that it's his event, not Speedwax. He's going on the air saying that he has a girlfriend, then bringing her in and making out with her, then telling you guys it's not his girlfriend, then coming in here and denying it all. I'm like a little dog. You know, like, he can he can do something to me, and it'll piss me off, and then he just puts something shiny in front of my face, and I like it, like a pack of cigarettes, and I'm, I'm all good. That's all we got to do to bribe you now. Yeah. Good boy, Dubs. Good boy. Jesus. All right. I just wanted to know what was up. I, I, what is your take on the? Do you, I don't even feel like I can trust him. 
He's supposed to be a producer, is he not? Yeah. Are we supposed to be able to lean on him, Punani? No. Huh? I mean, what is, what is your take on all this? What did he say to you? He's, he was lying he, the whole time. It was a setup. I mean, I got that vibe from the very beginning that it was a setup because, you know, I'm twice you all's age and I kind of know these things and he, he was lying. Why do you think he's like, why would he go to this extreme? Because he's embarrassed about his social standing or lack thereof. Are you talking about this? Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. Is that why? No, he's just, we, I mean, he's sort of like Matt Albert. We need to, you know, we need to hook him up. We got to get him hooked up somehow. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. I don't know. I don't think that's enough reason. I mean, if you're going to have a beard, wouldn't you... Obviously, on the air, we bought it. And then he said, you said it was all fake off the air. I can go one further on the uh, than him saying she was acting. Uh, she actually made a phone call to one of her girlfriends as soon as she got into phone screen. She was like, oh, did you hear me on the air? Did you hear me on the air? And then uh, she was talking actually about her actual boyfriend being upset because he heard the radio show. and uh, he's Get like, him to call in. Are you serious? Yeah, I swear, I swear. That's what he said. So she, had she was saying. Throw the number out to him. I don't, I don't want to defame the chick, but why is she kissing another dude? Yeah, she she kissed him hardcore too. It was it was some cool. money that changed hands. Oh, I'm, I'm so confused, man. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yo. Who is this guy in the studio, and why hasn't he left yet? <laughs> it's Jason from DeadMoneyPokerClub.com. Who is that? Why are you lying? Did she really call her boyfriend or her girlfriend? Why would she call me? I'm right here. <laughs> what? Shut up. Liar. What about you? Hey, where is she now? Where'd you take her? I took her somewhere very dark and cold. Seriously, where'd the grave? Where'd she go? Possibly. Where'd she go? Stop breathing. All right, let's take a break. I got to regroup. Ladies, I'm sorry that you have to come in and you have to see this mess. This mess of a show that we have here in front of you. Hey, man, he's just trying to be shrouded in mystery. What's that? He's just trying to be shrouded in mystery. You, you think? Do you think that's his angle? That we'll never truly know the real Tommy Bateman? How queer does that sound? <laughs> We're never gonna know the real Tommy Bateman. I got a good idea. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. <laughs> he said it himself. You are correct, sir. All right, let's take a break. I can't believe you're so easily bought off. You I got know. me cigarettes. Could you, imagine, could you imagine if I said, "Well, he bought me a Whopper. I'm fine." Oh, you'd be laughing. What an addiction. You can be bought that easily. Cigarettes. I'm a, I'm an easy bitch. And why do people not bring us presents? I like candy. Dubs like cigarettes. Make that the new thing. You've already earned your hideout pass, Jason. From now on, don't come empty-handed. <laughs> all right, let's take a break. A very very quick break. I think brought to you all by Subway. I'm serious. This is gonna be. We're gonna be gone for like two minutes. So we'll take a break. We're coming right back. It's a hideout. I'm JFK. Three chuckles an hour. Every, every hour. Corporate Cameron, put up a memo. LFA's hideout. LFA's hideout. Hideout. Tonight, let us shake this cave. Tonight, let us tremble these halls of earth, steel, and stone. Let us be heard from red tar to black sky. Tonight. Let us make them remember. We are not afraid! Washington's 106.7 WJFK. And welcome back into the hideout. 
800-636-1067-202-432-1067. I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. A number of people hanging out in the hideout uh, on this evening. Still to come, the hideout um, address, the state of the hideout speech that I must give. Um, Jason from DeadMoneyPokerClub.com is here. we got Christine and Alexis hanging out with us, Johnny Punani. And, of course, taking your phone calls in the back is... uh, what should we call him now? He's such a liar. Um, Tommy Bateman was his name as our producer. Yeah, I think we should come up with a new name for him. Definitely. Um, speaking uh, of ass wipes, as I go through and I consider all of this, I went to Matt Albert's house. Why? I'm still trying to figure out. So here's the situation. I warned you. Here's the situation. Matt Albert is a listener. A, a, a kind of an extreme listener. He's on the verge. You know, I mean, he does a lot of stuff for the show. He'll write a couple bits. He's come in, and we try to get him laid. 19 years old, three, uh, six foot three, 457 pounds, 19-year-old virgin, right? Yeah. That's just, the situation. Uh, he's a mess. And, you know, Dubs, you were busy this last weekend. I didn't have anybody to hang out with. And I'm thinking, you know, why not do something different? Why not do something for the experience? Do you ever do things for the experience of it? No, I I used to, and I got burned so many times because it usually sucked that I stopped doing it just for the experience. I had to have something else there. Now here's the thing: you and I used to go to listener a listener's house. Freaker, yeah, is the name of maybe the greatest radio radio tart or freak or whatever you want to call him. That was one of the very few that paid off very, very well. He was, he was a schizophrenic. He'd call every night to the show. This guy was just classy. He was funny. He knew how to play along with bits. I mean, the whole thing, just amazing. And so we would go to his place. We would go hang out with Freaker at his place. And going and hanging out at a schizophrenic's house, it can be fun. You know, it's a different kind of experience. And it was something that we'd do and we'd talk about, and so it was a good time. So I'm thinking maybe I can get the same kind of enjoyment out of Matt Albert. Mm -hmm. So I had no one to watch the football games with. And on this AOL for broadband instant messenger thing, Matt Albert and I are always chatting, and he kept telling me that his mom makes the greatest fried chicken. She makes great fried chicken, and I love fried chicken. I consider myself a fried chicken connoisseur. So I was like, I got to I gotta try this. I got to see what's going on with this. So I, I'm like, you know what? It's a Sunday afternoon. I got nothing to do. I'm going to go to Matt Albert's place, and I'm going to hang out with him and his mom's. So it was a fried chicken real bad then? And it Was that, gonna, was that the problem? And it was going to be a, a little Matt Albert family reunion. So first of all, I, I had reservations about going, but I said, I'm going to make the drive. I'm going to go from Silver Spring to Frederick, Maryland, to hang out with a big fat listener who I talk to all the time on the AOL for, uh, AOL for Broadband Instant Messenger. Hey, fat boy. Hey, bitch. All right. So I drive 45 minutes up to Matt Albert's place. I get up there. I'm using, like, some sort of, you know, directions that I found online or something like that. And I finally get to Frederick, and I'm driving around, and I get to his little subdivision. Mm -hmm. I should have been tipped off from the very first moment that I pulled into the subdivision, J-Dub. Was it too nice? <laughs> no. In fact, it was it was mediocre. Oh, F you. But there was a guy who was walking around in the middle of the street, wandering the main street with a case of natural light ice. Like That's classy. Like bobbing and weaving in the middle of the street, acting like he's going to dodge oncoming traffic. 
That was my Uncle Buck. So I'm thinking, wow, okay, this is an experience. This should be fun. And so then I'm driving around looking for this address, uh, for this street, if you will. And there's no, there's no street sign. There's no street sign to be found. I'm like, okay, this is odd, but there are only so many streets I can turn on. So I see a whole bunch of little kids, and I'm like, hey, where is so-and-so street? Uh, you know, I'm looking for this. And they're like, oh, it's the next one over. I'm like, okay. So I go in, and I turn onto that street, and there's no address. The address that is given to me, it's um, a certain address. Let's just make it up and say it was like 613. And on that street, there is no 613. I'm like, what the hell? Are you sure this is the right street? And they're like, yeah, that's it. And I'm like, hmm. So then I asked him. He didn't, he didn't have his phone number? That's the thing. This fat punk is afraid to give us his phone number. But he'll let you over. He would have given it to you if you asked. He's a, now, we've asked for your phone number before, and you refused to give it to us. Are you afraid of us prank calling? Calling and hitting on your sister or your mom? What was the problem? I know Tommy's asked you for the number before in case we need to get a hold of you. I had a problem with the fothic. I didn't want to... Anything else that happened? You were afraid we were going to give it to the fat, to the fat fothic. Yeah, and I gave it to the fothic anyway, and uh, that was bad news. And so, and, and here's the other thing. So I blame him on one hand because he doesn't give me his phone number. So I can't call him and say, "Hey, where the hell is your house, you fat bastard?" I mean, I'm looking for signs of Matt Albert's house, like a trail of M and M's, you know, or some sign that says "Fat Boy Lives Here," or or a special set of steps. Yeah, it's like a really big a door. ramp. You know what I mean? Reinforced steps. Or like, you know, like um, the, the crevices or the potholes right in front of the sidewalk where he would walk a lot. You know, normal things that you would see if you saw in a morbidly obese 19-year-old and where they lived. I couldn't see any of these signs, though. So I continue to walk around, and then I'm pissed because I called Tommy, our alleged producer, about 17 times saying, please, where are you? You know, I got to talk to you. I need to find Matt Albert. Can you see if he's on IM, Instant Messenger, or anything? And I could never find him. So, as it turns out, I, um, I drove around for a second, and the street over to his had the correct address, but I asked the kids, I was like, is this so-and-so court? And they were like, no, the next one over is. I was like, that son of a bitch. That son of a bitch set me up to drive 45 effing minutes for nothing. I so, do that. So now I call J-Dubs. I call J-Dubs, and I left J-Dubs a voicemail, and, and here it is for you. Next message from received January 18th at 2.30 p.m. That fat Matt Albert. I'm in Frederick, Maryland right now. I can spend 40 minutes driving up here, and his address doesn't even exist. I'm f***ing at this place where he allegedly lives. I'm tempted to give a f***ing address out. Well, it doesn't matter. There's no such place. There's no such place as the address that he gave me. <laughs> that fat <laughs> I wasted an entire goddamn afternoon to come and eat fried chicken with his fat ass. <laughs> Jesus. Call me. I'm looking for somewhere to go to watch the goddamn football games. Fat I'm done with him. Done with him. To send a reply message, press 2. To erase, press 7. To save, press 9. 
Message saved. Mind you, I drove around that subdivision. No kidding. Like, after the 45 minutes it took me to get to Frederick, I drove around the subdivision for 20 minutes trying to find this fat... Be ready to dump. Okay. I could hit the F word at any moment. You fat... Huh? Matt, where are you calling from? What's with your phone? I don't know. Did you eat the other one? Is it one of those where it's like the M&M you could take off the top and talk with the M&M's head? And you thought it was real and a it's dream actually, and you swallowed actually, it? It's actually in the stomach right now, but you can hear it. All right, so there it is. And then now, I, want, I got a complaint with you, Dubs. Yeah. So I call you, 245. I'm driving back from Frederick, Maryland. And then, let's see, I don't know, it was 245 I called you. Here's Dubs' return voicemail. Next message. Received January 18th at 5.45 p.m. Yeah, I hate to tell you, I told you so, but Jesus Christ, man. Sorry, I just got your message. Give me a call back later. You send a what kind of a friend are you? What? No consoling? No. Because no, I told you so. I warned you. Message I warned saved. you. I said, I said, you can come over and watch the games at my place. You do not have to scoop this low. <laughs> and I hate that you called me three hours later. Do you hear that? I just got your message. I apologize for it on the voicemail. Three hours later, what kind of a friend are you? I was A friend that didn't have his phone on him at the moment. you got to realize, dude, at that point, I was at the lowest of the low. Yeah, I, 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 could, I could tell you, you hit the bottom of the barrel. I had driven 45 minutes to eat fried chicken with a 19-year-old virgin listener. He punked me and gave me the wrong address. I didn't. I spent an hour and a half driving around, and so I had to drive 45 minutes, the, the drive of shame from Frederick back to Silver Spring. Why didn't you ask the kids where the uh, morbidly obese guy lived? I, well, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to say, hey, where's the real fat kid live? <laughs> they, you know they know. You knew they would They would have known. You could have been eating fried chicken in Frederick. You don't feel guilty about this at all, dude, that you punked me. I, I I gave you the right address. I just didn't tell you how tricky it was to find my house. See, I don't think you really wanted me to come over. I did. Like, can you imagine how uncomfortable that would have been? Yeah. Me sitting around like, hey. Hmm. Hey, your son's really fat. <laughs> and he's a virgin. <laughs> when do we get to eat M&M's? I had Jake over and all and everything. You could have talked to Jay in person. And then I now and then I feel guilty because I couldn't find the place because I turned out it really was somewhere around there. I'm like, God, oh, Jesus! This mom spent all week cleaning the house and she cooked for me. And if there's anything, Dubs, I don't like it when like moms hate me. Yeah. Like when I was in high school, I was a dick. You know, growing up, I was always a dick, but I was always very respectful for the parents and never wanted the parents to be pissed at me. Oh yeah. If you, if you were mad at me, I don't give a damn. You're my equal. But I don't like you know people that are older uh, getting pissed off at me. This comes at us in the AOL for Broadband Instant Messenger. Um, Hefe, so you went to a fat loser's house, and you were disappointed because he was a fat loser. Who was that? And um, that comes from uh, our, our, our good buddy, YV. And I guess say, yeah, I guess that's the way it is. So, Matt Albert, I'd like to say this. We banished you before because you refused to get laid with the fat gothic girl. I refuse. She refused me. <laughs> You're on another three-week banishment. Actually... A month. You're banished for a month. No calls, no contact with the hideout, unless you bring us your mother's fried chicken. If you come in with fried chicken in hand, on your below, it won't make it all the way out here. On your gelatinous knees, saying, "I apologize. May I earn my hideout pass back?" You know it's gonna be extra crispy all over his mouth. We aren't gonna get any of it. It'll be a whole bunch of grease. 
Hey, now we got your cousin Jay. Jay, welcome into the hideout. Hey, what's up, fellas? What's up, bro? Oh, crap. Uh, you got lost? I got I got lost. He didn't tell me the 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 address that he gave me. I went to that street, which by the way was missing a street sign, and I had to ask the degenerates that lived in the neighborhood if that was the correct street. They said that there was no, you know, that was the street, and there was no correct street number for that. Holy Jesus! Exactly. I got punked. I got punked by a 19-year-old virgin. Hello, I am your favorite radio host. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you gotta come over. Well, you, you gotta do it next time. Come to my house. My house is a lot easier to find. You can feel safe, and you know you don't have a, a parent around. To, you know it's you can talk to you want. My house. Yeah, but do you make fried chicken? That was the whole point of the excursion. Oh, I'm glad you didn't come because I got to eat, take some. Of that All right. Food. All right. Thank you. You're banned too. <laughs> it was good fried chicken. I Shut up. I don't want to hear from That's you for a right. month. Bye. We need fried chicken. A month. <laughs> Oh, but you guys got to love Matt Albert. I mean, come on. You, you know? don't have to do anything. I hit, dude, I seriously, and so, all right, hold on a second. I think it's sadder, all right? So never mind the fact that I'm on the drive of shame back from Frederick to Silver Spring. I'm like, Jesus, Dubs isn't getting back to me. I got to eat. You know you can come over to my house anytime. You don't need me to call you. I'm out and about. I don't know what you and your chick and your little queer cat are doing. I'm not interested in getting involved in that unless I'm invited. Plus, I never really feel comfortable over there anyway. Why? I don't want to talk about it now. So, I'm I'm like, it's the lowest of the low. Bar room for me. Lowest of the low. And what do I decide to do? I'm going to go ahead and go eat by myself. Now, to me, this is sad as it is. And I don't know, maybe we can get a little, uh, you know, hand, show of hands. But whenever you're out to eat and you see someone eating alone, oh, yeah. don't you feel bad for them? I don't feel bad for them. I'm always looking at them just to see if anybody's joining them. You'd never want to be that person. I wouldn't think you'd want to. I mean, so do you ever eat alone, Dubs? No, never. Jason? I have on occasion. I used to try to bring something to read so that it looks like I'm doing you something know, and maybe waiting for somebody. You know, actually, if I ever do go to eat alone, I'll go to, like, a fast food place. And actually pick it up through the window and eat out in the parking lot by myself. I do that all the time. Yeah. Now, what is, is there? Is there? Is there really a true shame yeah. in eating by yourself? Big time. Does anybody in here do it? Anybody in the high? Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. Does anyone that is here hanging out in the hideout eat by themselves? Do you, Punani, uh, step up to the mic. For some reason. It doesn't surprise me you eat by yourself. Well, I mean, it's just my thing. Because yeah. most people that eat by themselves tend to look like you. Older, middle-aged, a little heavy. Well, I mean, hey, I enjoy it. It's my quiet time. Once a week, I treat myself at my favorite little Japanese or Chinese buffet place. And that's the other I got, Wow, that's one thing. i got to take you guys out, man. It's right down the road here. So Which one is it? Is the one right over here by... I don't know. It's, it's down towards the, the hospital, but, man, it's great. Okay. They have crab legs? No. What is this? Oh, what is this? Um, food talk? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking but, uh, of food Getting talk, back to the thing, I mean, no, nah, but. How was the tech talk? Uh, tech talk? Hmm? I uh, hosted tech talk this morning for Cameron Gray. The greatest tech talk ever. I believe you. I'd have to say that. It went very, very well. Just like uh, up until Rob took over when I sat in on the wedding show. That was the greatest wedding show ever. But getting back to the food thing, I mean, I, I do it once a week and I go to the same place. They know me so well. They know I don't even have to order. They, they know I want my diet Pepsi. And they know that. Are you going to a buffet? What are you getting a diet Pepsi for? It's defeating the purpose. I just like nothing. I know. Serve carbs on the drinks so that you can maximize them at the buffet. That's right, and they got good tofu there. Anyways, but I mean, but you you bring you bring you bring the reading material and you hang out and it is sad because after about ten minutes you're like going, what the hell am I doing? 
800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Matt, welcome to the hideout. You there, Matt? Oh, yeah. Hey, hey yeah. Hey, but by the way, I love your show. Thanks, brother. Hey, no, I, I actually eat out alone all the time. I actually love it. I'm married. I have twin daughters, and it's like the only free time I have, and usually I drive about an hour each way to work, and... If I allocate some extra time before then, that's that's when I have time to myself. Now that is a good reason to eat alone. You don't want you gonna you got a house full of three chicks back. All right, you want to? Do you ever feel bad when people look at you like, oh, that poor dude, he's probably gonna go home alone? Little do they know you got three women waiting for you home at home. <laughs> uh, uh, no, actually, I don't. It it used to bother me, and I agree with you. It does seem to bother you initially, but I've just gotten oblivious to it, to be quite honest. Good for you, man. I'm so, and that's that's the other thing. How egotistical am I that I'm thinking everybody in this place where I'm eating is looking at me and feeling sorry for me? Never mind the fact that they're probably eating and enjoying conversations. I'm thinking, wow, yeah, they convers must... conversations about you and being alone. Yeah, look at that alone, the fat alone dude uh, with the uh, with the dreadlocks. Thank you, Matt. Zach, welcome to the hideout. Hey guys, how's it going? What up, brother? Yeah, I mean, eating by yourself, just stick to it. Always do it. You know, I'm a single guy. There's a reason why I do it. Uh, go to a place like, uh, you know, Maggiano's or something like the mall, something like that. Get a table near the bar. Scope out the ladies when they come in. You know, a lot of times you have two or three ladies come in just to talk amongst themselves. Have a little, you know. Yeah, usually they're a bunch of, like, secretaries or something. Exactly. But, you know, they're bored. And, you know, you work as a secretary, you're bored. You know, mm -hmm. and I'm a, look, young cute guy, stay, uh, you know, sitting near them and just roll up and get a drink at the bar and just, you know, start the conversation. It's a great, uh, uh, I would never even think of this. I'm thinking the whole time those chicks would never talk to me. I never map out a plan to say, hey, I'm going to go try to make a move. Have you ever, if you, you should, girls like confidence and independence. Have you ever, uh, have you ever, uh, struck gold with this? Always. No, always. I mean, of course you get numbers, you go yeah. and and, like, you know, it doesn't work all the time, but it, it's the easy way to, you know, get, to meet people and do it like that. Now, does something like this work at Subway, or do you got to go somewhere nice? Yeah, try somewhere nice. Chain restaurants like Friday's, Denigan's. Somewhere with beer. Yeah, exactly. You just got to have the booze going somewhere. God, a beer sounds great right but, now. But, hey, thanks, guys. All right, brother. Thanks, hey, man. Hey, side rep. All right, let it. 5,000. 5,000. And so that's the other thing, going back to this. You said you go to a buffet by yourself. That's what I decided to do. I went to the pizza buffet, CC's Pizza in Rockville. You gotta take me there. It's time. awesome. It is. It's a great pizza buffet, CC's. But we had it. It was. Uh, they had it down in Texas. I had it when I was in Grand Prairie, uh, out in Lubbock at Texas Tech. We'd always go there. And like five seventy-five, including the drink. I didn't go diet like an ass whip because I knew I was gonna have pizza. I may as well enjoy the Dr Pepper that goes with it. But I'm um, sitting there alone, and that's the other move. Is I'm on the cell phone the whole time. So now I'm sitting there shouting into my cell phone while I'm eating so I don't look like I'm lonely sitting at the all-you-can-eat pizza buffet. You've actually made your situation worse because you're the ass that's in the restaurant talking on the cell phone really loud. Yeah, but it's it's not a quiet place. You know what I mean? But you know what? I didn't even think about that. God damn you, Jason. Thanks a lot. Now I'm the ass who, look at him, he doesn't want to look lonely, so he's calling everybody in the world so he doesn't look like a sad sack. And here's the other thing, too. I walk into the, the CCs, and the game had just started, the football game, Colts and Pats. I'm like, hey, you're going to change it to the game, right? So I'm that asswipe. You know, it's not bad enough that these people are working, slaving over making pizzas. They got some fat dude that wants to watch the games. While, they, uh, while he's eating his buffet. While he's eating his buffet, talking on the phone. Thank you. God, I feel great about myself now. 800-636-1067. I wouldn't if I were you. 202-432. I feel like an a-hole. 106. Thank you. 1067.
right. Um, here's what we should do, man. You think I should... look like a pretty big dick in there? What's that for? I mean, I'm just I'm just thinking about it. Why would you say that to me? You realize the kind of day that I've had. No matter if we're having a good show or not, I realize it just hits me in an hour from now. You're driving me back to Silver Spring, and I got to go pick up my 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 car that was stolen, like an a-hole. <laughs> you see what kind of a friend he is? You hear the voice? Same thing when I call him and tell him people are breaking into my house wearing my shirts. He laughs at me. <laughs> then I, I, I didn't I didn't laugh until you said, and they're bringing them back. And then it's this situation. Uh, where is it? Hold on, let me put my glasses on and see if I can actually see what's going on. After my whole ordeal, what does he do? He calls me back with this. Next message. Received January 18th at 5.45 p.m. Yeah, I hate to tell you, I told you so, but Jesus Christ, man, sorry, I just got your message, give me a call back later. And it's not like you could just say, I'm sorry, gee, I told you so. I did. Call me back, not that you haven't driven round trip to Frederick and back, once you drive to Alexandria as well. No, you, you don't have to drive anywhere, you didn't have to drive to Fred Frederick, you didn't have to drive to my place. Alright, let's take a break, Should've. let's come back, let's do the, um, we should go ahead and do the, the state of the hideout address, we should do that. Do some mandatory Manson. Jason, uh, thank you for stopping in so much. Do you have anything else you wanted to say real quick? Yeah. Uh, we have a poker tournament tomorrow out in uh, Woodbridge at the Game Parlor. Starts at noon. Okay. Cool. There it is. Woodbridge noon. Deadmoneypokerclub.com. That's it. Outstanding, bro. Well, thank you for stopping by. Uh, let's do this real quick. Come back. State of the hideout address for you. Exclusive on 106.7. Now you made me sad again, dubs. It made me sad. Oh, well, you were the a-hole. WJFK. The Hideout, featuring LFA and J-Dubs. Give me a rusty hanger. I'm going to fork the a-hole right out of you. The Hideout. LFA's Hideout. I just want to say, you guys talk, and I want to hear the replay. You can have a sense of humor about that. I don't know what you can have a sense of humor about. LFA's Hideout. On 106.7 WJFK. And then... Ladies and gentlemen, the president and CEO of the hideout, El Jefe. And here he comes, walking down the aisle, shaking baby's hands, kissing, loving, hugging, very sadly looking. Thank you. Thank you. Please, please. Thank you. And welcome to the first annual State of the Hideout Address. My co-host, J-Dubs. I can see his bald spot. Hideout producer, Tommy Bateman. Callers and visitors to the hideout. I am here to say that the state of the hideout has never been stronger. You know, we started this hack show nine short months ago, and I must say, we've come a long way. In fact, some of you actually have come to our faces and said things like, Hefe, the early shows were unlistenable, and you guys used to suck, and you guys are so much better now. Well, I can't really argue with that. <laughs> but in fact, before we move forward, we must take a look back. Uh, let us take a moment to remember the former uh, former. Hideout pass hold members who, uh, who have lost uh, their spots here in the hideout due to the HIV. The hideout imposed a vacation. First, there's Pimp Juice. He lost his internship because of one bad apple. 
His time in the hideout helped him get where he is now, working as a security guard. <laughs> no, but seriously. I mean, seriously. Uh, we, are, we are glad to report that this kid is doing very well, him and his radiophile brother, and in fact, Pimp Juice may be on the verge of landing a full-time radio gig. Again, proving the why power do, of the hideout. Why do they always have to stand up? Then there's Sleazy E. His alleged actions cost many good kids the opportunity to let JFK abuse them by doing producer duties for free and calling it an internship. <laughs> Sleazy's disappeared from the face of the earth. But I'm proud to report the internship situation will be resolved soon. And that's good news for all of our broadcasting school kids. Let us now remember the first hideout webmaster, J.D. Sure, he couldn't handle a good-natured rimming about his, uh, us banging his mother and us banging his sister and us banging his girlfriend. So instead of saying something to our faces, he took down our website without even telling us like an effing bitch. Pussy. I'm glad to report that nothing has good has come to JV, uh, J, uh, J.D. since then. And the way I'm reading, you were thinking, I'm President George W. Bush. <laughs> the hideout is now, I am proud to say, in the development stages of creating a real, official website. More details coming soon. However, I would like to say now, the new web site for the hideout coming soon will be www dot radiohideout dot com everything has been purchased and everything is ready to go by the way if you would like to service the hideout for free web hosting designing any of that stuff please call us jfk hideout at aol dot com on a serious note as we continue to look back at all those whom we have lost j dubs i'd like to ask does anyone remember spoon yeah, me either. <laughs> Let's move on. Then there's Fidel. Fidel has moved on as a former hideout producer to doing the great things that he does now. Like, um, er, like, um, well, he still has those big fat man boobs. <laughs> and speaking of producers, I'd like to say a couple of things about our newest addition to the hideout. One Mr. Tommy Bateman. Let's hear it for Tom. He's done an outstanding job except for lying to the people that he works with. Finally, someone who understands the show and is willing to do anything for the show. There is one problem. Come on. He's so angry. I have one thing that I would like Bateman to do, a challenge, if you would, in the hideout. Bateman, I would like for you to finally admit that you have weapons of man-ass destruction between your legs. That's right, weapons of man-ass destruction. We love you for you, Tommy. There's no need to disarm. We don't believe in castration. You don't need to bring in chick in here and lie to us. Unleash that weapon of man-ass destruction. You'll, you good. you'll be happier. <laughs> J-Dubs, you're a great radio partner. And I'd like to say that if you only cared about this show as much as you care about your queer-ass cat, Sadie Lou, we'd have a goddamn good show. And finally, let's look into the future, if you would, as we hang out, doing the hideout state uh, address 
of the year of the union. I'd like to say that 2004 is going to be the year of the hideout. We will create more jobs by adding people, missing uh, pieces that we have now. We're going to fill those vacancies. We are eventually going to grow into full time. And if we're not full time by 05, goodbye, JFK and DC. And hello, Detroit. Hello, uh, KRK. Hello, Dallas. Hello, KLLI. <laughs> In the meantime, the hideout will continue to be your safe haven to discuss all matters openly and freely. We will continue to deliver innovative segments and games, mandatory mans and the old school jam of the week, uh, three chuckles an hour guaranteed. And remember, most of all, the hideout will always be your home for homoerotic humor. Thank you. Thank you. And now I yield the stage to our good friend, Marilyn Manson.
Sit here in my apartment in the dark and check off the internet porn night, then the terrorists have truly won. Alright, welcome back into the hideout 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Going break free until eleven o'clock. The echo is still on, I'm sorry. Oh, is it really? Who cares? A fit tank. <laughs> I, I just didn't want to make it go on any longer than that. Jesus Christ, if I knew how to read. Stop! I don't want to relive it. No, I mean, here's the thing. I, during the break, I've, I've noticed for like the last couple of segments. Uh, uh, Take it off! You knock it off, I'm doing something serious here. Okay. But uh, I like this here. I mean, you know, I love chicks who constantly upgrade themselves. Just, they do it naturally. But she's sitting here pulling on her blouse, tightening herself up. I can't, I'm just sitting here going, all right, you're looking good. Don't do that, man. I'm sorry. You're, you're, you're embarrassing. All right, it's, it's El Jefe and J-Dubs here. Johnny Punani. Will you turn on her mic, too? Turn on all the mics, Dubs. Uh, our buddy Christine is here along with Alexis. So do you want to just ask her out now, or are you just going to go on the road? No, 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 saying it. God, I'm twice her age, please. So? Uh, no, I, I'm just, it's just, no, keep it if up. It's, you know, if it's good enough for You guys Donald didn't Trump. notice that? I mean, I guess. I, I think was, you guys are gay. I think that was what distracted me, and I couldn't read the last. I think that's oh. what I'm saying is it's distracting as hell. I mean, don't, I, don't be embarrassed. I know you're not, but did I anybody have a belt? So I gotta, you know, hike my pants up every now and then. I mean, come on. Anybody see the State of the Union, the real one? Did no, you even into politics at all, Dubs? I know I, no, had, uh, I had to create the uh, presidential candidate combat for you, so you'd pretend to like politics. Yeah, I, I'm more into porta pen <laughs> than anything else. Yeah. And uh, quite frankly, I can't blame you for that. But just a couple things I wanted to hit on, and of course it's open lines during this if you want. I, I got a quick question. Did I miss something? $1.5 billion on marriage? Yeah, that I, I did hear about that. Does that throw anybody else for a loop? Does, does anybody else? You're, you're Mr. Republican, Punani, so I'd like to hear from you. I, does it really seem like the best allocation of taxpayer funds to, to spend $1.5 not million. Billion. Billion dollars on, on promoting marriage. Nah, what else are you going to promote it on? You know, flatulence? Port of Yeah, there you go. Or schools. Or, uh, I, I don't mean, know, I, roads. Like... Or infrastructure for the government. Not like commercials and pamphlets and PSAs to, and, and, and uh, teaching in school to get married. And marriage is the, is the solve. Oh, you missed the, the point. You missed the whole point about that. He's talking about strong family units, strong family yeah, but, values, which you can't argue with. I mean, that's, that's just unarguable. But it was such a, it was such a. But the, the one point five billion dollars is arguable. Yeah, you can you can debate the one point five billion dollars. Why don't you just say it occasionally? Like, hey, marriage is good. Which, by the way, I don't think it has to be marriage. I mean, there are a lot of people who are bringing up great kids, and it's like a mom and a grandmother and an aunt it's or an a, uncle. Yeah, it's a dad and a... Port of pen. Raising the child and making sure that they have everything nice and good. I think, like I said, I think the main thing is family values, not just so much marriage. I mean, that's just the way the Republicans go through it. I am not a big Republican. Liar. I am not. You are big. 
<laughs> Are you a Republican? No, I voted uh, several times Democratic. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm literally I'm middle of the road. I really am. But you are big. No, that you know, blow <laughs> the belt too. All right, maybe not. So. All right, stop. That's a lie. Come on. I can't. I can't turn into like Bateman and become a liar. I we already got one liar. I know. We don't need another liar on this. I don't know. I just threw me for a loop a little bit, man. As far as you know, spending 1.5 billion dollars. I mean, seriously, Christine, don't you think there are other things that we could spend the money? What happened about leaving the chi children behind? I think we left them all behind. Shouldn't we spend that $1.5 billion on helping them catch up? No? 800-636-1067. The thing is, uh, when we get into these uh, subjects, I'm glad we have someone like Punani around because it's just me and you going, yeah, yeah, that's that sounds about right. You know, yeah. first of all, and we're the only sensible ones here. No, and the please. thing about us Nothing. is that we ask questions. We'd like feedback. Limbaugh doesn't want to know, you know, what you really think. Hannity, Bill O'Reilly doesn't want to know. They want to tell you. I have a question. Is marriage really all that great? I'll be honest with you. I don't think so. And I don't think it takes a man and a woman to have a marriage. I mean, that's where I agree with you. Uh, to me, it's okay. I, I changed it and I say family unit values type, whatever a family unit is. That's my thing. But $1.5 billion isn't that much on a $400 trillion budget. It's a start. I mean, they spent $400 million on studying cow, or, or cow flatulence and the effects on the ozone. Give me a break. That would maybe do something better for us than pretending oh, like Mary... No, 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 no. There's absolutely no problem at all spending $1.5 billion, 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 my mistake, on things like staying together until you're 21, staying with your family, having strong unit... A unit, I don't want to say uh, marriage, because I personally, gay marriage, I got no problem with it. I, know, I remember listening to a show not too long ago when I was listening I am, to all the hideouts am, where you wigged out about I am, the gay marriage. Don't thing. give me no. I am I am homosexually phobic, phobic, homophobic, whatever it is. <laughs> what? I don't. I don't. You're, you're a big homophobe. I am. I am. But I've also, I guess, matured enough. Okay, go ahead and laugh at me. That's right. I have matured enough to know that it's okay because there are loving homo homo weddings. Homos. What? I don't know. There, there's fucking homos. Right. Well, I mean, Tommy's a perfect example. Oh, come on. Come on, he's open. He's open. I can open fire on him the rest of the night, we man. Can. He's, he's he, really, he really did open himself up to that. I just want his marriage seems outdated, man. It just seems like one of those things it, it where... It, it, it seems it, like a lot of times people do it for, like, almost a tax break. You know? So agree. Would, would you? Are you going to do that, Dubs, you and your chick? No, I, I've, we've talked about that, actually. You know, I, uh, our parents have said... Yeah, you guys will end up getting married earlier because of the tax break or something, you know? Now, is that really a reason to get no, married? No, that, that's what I said. That's what I said. I'm like, I, that, that's not going to be the reason I ever get married. You know what's so funny, too, is I saw something where, like, 65% of people said that Britney Spears was the reason, uh, one of the biggest reasons or uh, things affecting marriage negatively in her little five-hour marriage or 55-hour marriage. Some people complain that Britney Spears is uh, one of the reasons why... You know, marriage doesn't work. Some people think. Port a pen. There's a reason. Well, no, that's, that's actually something serious, though. In your own weird, demented way, you brought up an interesting issue. Let's just get down to the basics of it. Is it possible to only be with one person for the rest of your life? I mean, of course, we have items like port a poon and the bender dong, which the hideout brings to you and hands out to you. But physically, I mean, when you stop and you look at it, is it, is it even natural to only be with one person? Think about God and the way God created us and the way he created all the other animals like us. Is it physically responsible 
to only be with one person. I'm talking. I don't think so. I'm talking. Such a guy thing to say. I'm talking personal. No, I, I, I agree with you, Hefe. I'm talking personal responsibility, like any good Republican. Is it personally responsible to you and your penis to only be with one person for the rest of your life? Christine, you say you it would agree? Be, it would be impossible without. Port a pen. <laughs> I can't, you know, like, be with someone for more than a couple of years. I get bored and, ugh, yeah. So will you ever see yourself getting married? No, I mean, I have a child with someone and we're not even married. So if, if I can't get married because of that, I, I don't know. But you realize not that. Not because, I mean, I don't go around. Having you know. babies? No, having babies or having sex. That's why. Giving oral? No. <laughs> <laughs> she hesitates. <laughs> yeah, that's not something that I usually do. But uh, dubs at all? This doesn't, you know. What about you? Are you going to be with your chick? That's it for the rest of your life? Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, if I'm with anybody, I'm not going to cheat around on them. But do you think it's natural, though? Do you think it really is natural to you and your body? To you? I mean, look, she's a hot chick. Lord knows I fantasize about her. We got we spent a whole segment on that, you know. Yeah, I mean, you tell me one day maybe I get married again. You know, you're into your relationship for thirteen, fifteen years. You don't want to just say, "Hey, come on, let's get drunk, let's just swap, let's just swap, <laughs> let's just fulfill our our human needs." My human needs are completely filled with. All right, enough already. <laughs> now, all I can say is when you guys do the swap thing, make sure you get it on tape. All right. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Absolutely. Get it on tape, bring it in, that'll be a segment. Yeah. All right. Uh, Tommy, I am me. Uh, Tommy says, um, I plan to see uh, Ashley for the rest of my life. All right. You're not even with her, man. Mrs., welcome into the hideout. Yeah, I think uh, the only good thing about marriage is a second income. That's about it. That, so that's a very, you know, realistic way to look at it, to be perfectly honest with you. And as far as men and, and you know, being faithful and stuff, they're only as uh, faithful as their options. You know, if a man has a lot of options, he's not going to be faithful. Yeah, I can't tell you how true that is. I mean, when you have a ch you never had a chick come up to you, Dubs, and be like, come on, just do it. And you had never just, you know, been like, okay, fine, I'm going to give in. Because I'll be honest, when I was married, chicks came up to me and they were like, you know, spread it. Oh, Hefe, you're so, oh, Hefe, you're so great on the radio. Oh, Hefe, you're the greatest thing ever. Please do me. What am I supposed to say? No? Well, you had to hear that at least, you know, 30, 40 times. I'm telling you, I was a star. <laughs> and now here I am, can't even read on the goddamn state of the uh, union address. What about you, Punani? But you don't cheat, do you? No, no, I'm, I'm monogamous in relationships. You don't have any options, though. <laughs> well, hey, no, I'm, monog I'm monogamous in relationships, but... I'm also not married, never have been, no children, because I believe in monogamous relationships when I'm in them. You know, Debs, your chick, I know that yeah. she's a secretary, and we actually just talked to the last dude who says he goes and hits on secretaries. Do you ever worry about your chick? Like I've never worried once. Really? I have no reason to worry. You're, you're way too insecure because you want to run around and do all this stuff. I know I can stay home and either have her or... Port a pen. <laughs> you're right. You know, maybe it does lie somewhere within my insecurities. Uh, thank you, Mrs., for the phone call. Sure. 800-636-1067, uh, 202-432-1067. Now, what about having partner's rights, though? I don't even want to get into the gay marriage, but the partner's rights. Don't you feel like your chick, if you were able to, if you got into a car accident or something, should be able to come and, and you know, and, and sign for you or, or be the person that speaks for you like a wife would? Yeah, I believe that, that that's the setup I have right now anyway. 
Is is that yeah. is that that understanding? Yeah. Do you have Do you have a will? No. Really? What am I going to will her? My debts? Yeah. <laughs> uh, your broadcasting school debt? Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't paid in three years. Oops. <laughs> I missed those checks. Uh, I, I didn't hear. Oh, I happened to move to a whole other state. Sorry. Good luck finding me. Um, hey, if, what would you leave me if you happen to die? Is there anything? Can I? No. I see you go for the... For, for the, for the you setting me up. For what would I leave you? For the porta poop. For the porta uh, I just, uh, I don't know if I should be saying your name all the time, so I dumped that out. No, you, had, you hadn't even said it once, but okay. Yeah, all right, fine, fair enough then. Um, and the other thing that I saw, too, in the State of the Union, I just wanted to bring up, there's two of the odd things that stuck out me uh, when I was watching this. This obviously $1.5 billion in marriage. Steroids. Why... Why is the president bringing up steroids? In the State of the Union. In the State of the like, Union. Okay. I mean, maybe... I mean, I talk about a guy who likes to get through his personal agendas. I mean, yeah. Oh, I used to own a baseball team, and the Sammy Sosa, the guy I traded away, looks like he's using and... Stop using steroids. Why use that form to bring something like that up? Oh, but, but again, I mean, in the broader context, he was talking about kids... Losing their the values of having heroes and things like that, and the thing about the president, but he, that's the totally wrong place to bring. No, up. that's just it. The president, if there's one thing the president can do on individual private sector uh, industries, is he can put the pressure of, you know, the presidency and all it stands for on baseball, on the steel industry, whatever, just by saying something like that. Hey, get your act together because you guys are that important. Not interested. Maybe you aren't. Maybe you aren't. No, 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 no. Bull, stay out Bull. of it, man. Fix my education. Go get our troops home. That we were yeah. just talking about. Pretend, that, that, pretend like the like you can uh, function in the rest of the United States and have people not hate us when we're trying to go to a war to handle one of your steroid uh, afflictions or agendas in in Iraq. Now, this, Leave it alone. Now, this is something that's important because it's the future of the country. It's the kids. Steroids? They need their heroes, but their heroes have to be clean. Oh, whatever. What? Like oh. sports figures were ever big There's heroes. only one Come thing on. that has to be clean. Sort of pen. Alcohol swaps. Look, man, I'm a big fan of steroids. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I think we need more of them. I hate when the when the goddamn government keeps getting into our bodies, the smaller government monster. Look, that, the only reason why you like steroids is because guys' units shrink, and you want everybody the same. That's a com <laughs> that's complete bull ass Level about the smaller though. government thing. Because here's why would you care about steroids? You can't. You got to tell me. Baseball's been great. I love seeing records shattered. I love seeing 102 mile per hour fastballs. I love see, seeing Barry Bonds hit it into I, the uh, Atlantic Ocean or Pacific Ocean. Yeah, I mean, I think they should be encouraged juice. I, I honestly look. This is entertainment, man. Yeah. What fun would the WWE be if they weren't shooting up? Nobody would be any. There'd be a whole bunch of little Batemans running around. Like that's going to be any fun. I want to see guys like Triple H out kicking each other's asses in their panties. Wait, you telling me we don't laugh at Bateman every time he walks out of the studio? Okay, that could be okay, fun. Okay, it is entertainment, right? <laughs> no, but I mean, come on, be serious. You want you want kids with this kind of image, or you know, they're here. Trust, hey, you still have baseball heroes, and so do I, of the current players, right? Mm -hmm. All right, now we're adults, and it doesn't affect us because we know about steroids. However, if you are eight years old, when both of us really were really into baseball. You've got, what, 10,000 baseball cards? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, I mean, and that's when it affected you the most. If you thought that steroids were okay then, 
What's don't... wrong with steroids? What's wrong with them, period? It's what? all about building your body up and if becoming as done... strong as you can. If it's done correctly, it's fine. If it's not done correctly, you can get in a lot of trouble and hurt yourself. Yo. Steroids aren't that bad. People overstate how bad they are. I would I mean, have I, to, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll admit right now. Who is this moron them? on the phone? That's Bateman. such an idiot. Bateman from the Bateman. No Bateman. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you've never taken them. No, I want to say something, Bateman. I think you're right. It's just like anything else, like this whole ephedra ban. Anything used in moderation and correctly is okay. You just can't overindulge yourself exactly. in it. The worst thing to overindulge yourself in is... Portapoon. <laughs> from now on, we'll just all say it for him. Portapoon. <laughs> Um, I have to agree with you, Bateman. And if somebody wants, if, if Bonds or whoever, and I don't know if they do, but, I mean, come on, look at them. But, I've met people that have been on steroids, and you would never guess that they actually were on steroids just by looking at them. And I tell you this, I want to lose weight and then take a few, go on roids for a cycle or two and bulk up a little bit. I know I'm doing it to myself. Maybe there's some problem. Maybe they're going to shrivel. I'm fine with that. If I want to do it, I want to do it. And if I want to hit... 30-some-odd home runs in my men's baseball league, then that's what I'm going to do. God damn you for telling me I can't. John, welcome in the hideout. First of all, steroids suck because they rock. And if you obviously you've never done them, but I've done them. And steroids I've are absolutely them. awesome. I'll never do them again because they're too great. But, they, but they, get on the president about saying, don't do steroids. And that ding that sitting over in the corner saying, when have athletes ever been heroes? Jesus Christ, athletes have been heroes since athletes have been around. Starting with the Olympics in Greece. I mean, how about the song, Where Have You Gone, Joe DiMaggio? Or the old man of the sea talking about the great DiMaggio. And if you ever go out to any Little League games, you got kids doing the slashing motion on the throat, grabbing their crotch at eight years old. I mean, right, but doesn't that, that I mean that more so than even being involved in steroids? I'm there, kind of missing your point here too. That's all about you know that's all about parents saying, hey, don't be a showboat. My dad told me not to be a showboat, so I wasn't a showboat. It's more about that. I, well, now you're talking about family values all over again. I didn't say that I was a fact is The fact is, athletes ought not to be role models, but they are role models. Exactly, and we all knew that. We're not arguing that. I'm saying, what is wrong with steroids specifically? I don't see an issue here. Maybe it's me. Maybe I have some demented way. But if you want to pump roids into your body and you want to get bigger and you want to hit home runs, whatever. I'm fine with that because it makes me more, it's more entertaining to me. Why isn't he bitching about, I don't know, uh, things that speed up television? I mean, you watch television now and there are graphics flying here and there's this there and there's all this like media uh, information over sensitization uh, in your in your mind like you're desensitized now because everything's coming at you 15 miles an hour and people now are developing this ADD and things like that because they're hit from every angle with all kinds of information. And to me, thing is hit from every angle. Portapoon. <laughs> but to me, that's more of an issue than uh, steroids. And just the fact that I mean, I understand he has to pick and choose things, but. In an election year, it's just like when he comes out and says, we're going to spend all this money on Mars. So wait a second, we're going to spend all this money on Mars. We're going to spend all this money on marriage. And I can't take my roids anymore? I don't want to live here. This is no fun. Shoot me up, sister. Mike, welcome into the hideout. Hey, yeah, actually, I've been listening to you guys. I wanted to make a comment about marriage, but uh, I've been listening to you about talking about steroids. Hit it all, bro. Go ahead. Yeah, you know what? First of all, most of my friends' parents, and I'm in the late 20s, early 30s, most of my friends' parents are divorced. And the ones that are still married probably should be divorced because they're still bitter. So here we are. We're going to spend a billion and a half dollars to have the government tell us what a good marriage is. It doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. 
And not everybody gets a wife like Laura Bush. I mean, she seems to be a really, really good wife. You got lucky, you hit the lottery. You maybe look at everybody else that's, you know, hanging out in D.C. I guarantee you they don't have great marriages. Maybe look and back likewise, even likewise, parents. likewise, no one ever gets a great husband either. So, I mean. I blame it on the wives okay. mostly. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Some people blame it on the wives. Some people blame it on the medical community. Yeah. And steroids, man. I get, and I'm also an athlete. And, I, I, you know, I just get fired up when people talk about, you know, how roids make you feel good. Because they're really dangerous, man. Especially if little kids take them, teenagers. I say, I say, if you want to take them, if you're three years old, go for it. Yeah, sometimes you have to. Sometimes you know you got issues. And I thank you for the call, Mike. And maybe this comes to a more pressing issue. And let me tell you a little bit something about me, and a little maybe where I'm coming from. All right. And if you want to disagree with this, feel free. But I want to say there are too many people on this earth. Am I alone in this? Are we not severely overpopulated? It's now a thing. Every people are dying from the flu. People have always died from the flu. Eight hundred people died from SARS. Yeah, it's called you know, what is it? Natural selection. Uh, the whole Darwinism thing. We got to weed these people out. We can't let everybody continue to live forever. If everybody lives forever, then we're gonna there's gonna be nothing left for you know individual people. There too. Have you been on the Beltway? Have you seen traffic? Have you tried to get around on 66 when that goddamn uh, fourth lane has an X on it? And it's that, that goddamn X lane pisses me off. You know what pisses me off when I was coming to pick you up? I waited in traffic for 25 minutes because some dumbass cop pulled someone over. Oh, you middle... can't call the cops dumb. No, I can call one of them dumb. Okay. <laughs> he had someone pulled over in the middle lane. Blocking traffic. What, what what sense does that make? Well, All right, you're busting someone. Good. You probably did something wrong. But pull it off to the side. You're, you're inconveniencing everybody because of this and probably going to cause another accident. And pull it over maybe into, a, you know, like a shopping at center. The, at least the right lane, not yeah. the middle lane. Well, and sometimes they got to do that. And then the, I guess the tough thing, too, is they got to pull their car out a little bit so that they don't get hit. You know, obviously, we don't want our cops getting hit on the side of the road. Right? In the middle of the road would be the worst place to pull someone over then. But, well, okay, I can't argue with that. I'll have to say, you're, once again, J-Dubs has proven correct in all of this. But going back to the overpopulation issue, I, I really hate the fact that everybody feels they're so important that they, they've got to live forever. Now, I'm going to be one of those guys. I'm not going to lie to you. Nobody's ever said I'll have a, uh, you know, um, or accuse me or whatever of not being a hypocrite because I'm a complete hypocrite. I'll tell you now, I want everybody to die, but I want to be the dude who's using up all the, the drugs when I'm older, who's always visiting the doctor, who's using up all the natural resources. I'm going to be that very old, you know, person constantly going to the doctor looking for companionship. That's going to be me, just to let you know. At the same time, I wish you would die to make my life just a little bit easier. So I spent five less minutes on the beltway. Is that too much to ask? You're so goddamn important. you got to live. You're, you're, the everyone dies but you policy. Your mommy has to live. She's lived 73 years. Stop using up Medicare and Medicaid. Let her, you know, go off to a little island and, you know, you know, live her, out, her existence out there happy and clean. And none of us have to be affected by it. 800-636-1067. Oh, this is great. Right. This is great. First of all, I'd like to take this next phone call by saying that the previous statement was made by J-Dubs and not El Jefe. 
<laughs> now, Mike, I'm one of those dumbass cops out here risking my life for dumbasses like you. J Dubs, pull over to the right. Pull no, over hold the on. Right. That car wasn't broken down, and an officer was It wasn't. It wasn't. He was issuing a ticket. Dubs, don't argue you with know. the cop. Dubs, uh, Mike, let me ask you a question. What is the normal policy, just so like idiots like J Dubs can understand from now on? You try to pull them over to the whatever uh, the safe area you can, mm -hmm. but a lot of times you have cars that are broken down in the middle lane, or that are, or involved in an accident, and one of the cars might have left already. Now, Dubs, what's the situation you saw? I saw a cop issuing a ticket. A ticket in the middle lane. In the middle lane. Now, by middle lane, middle lane, you mean off to the left as opposed to the right? No, no, three lanes in this road. Right in the middle. What did you actually see? I see. Now, Dubs, now, I, as I talked to Mike, and you're actually bringing up a good point. Maybe there was an accident, and he was ticketing nope. the dude. Maybe it was the, an accident. Maybe the other car had driven off. You don't know that. You weren't there for the whole thing. How dare you, J-Dubs? How dare you? I know you? what I see, and I'll, I'll, I'll comment on whatever I see. Thank you for uh, protecting and serving, Mike. We do appreciate that, buddy, and good luck I, out I, there. I guys. Thank you. I'm also from Texas, too. Oh, yeah, what part? San Antonio. I go. went to uh, UT in Austin. I went to Texas Tech. Go Red Raiders, go Mavericks. Spurs. Go All right, bro. Later. Uh. How dare you, J-Dubs? Don't you see that man is risking his life for us, and there you are talking trash about the police of all people? I didn't take the job. <laughs> How dare you? That's another thing. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. That's another thing. You take the job. Don't call me and say, I risk my life. I know you risk your life. Thank you for doing it. But if you're going to bitch about it, quit. Oh, ouch, man. Just stop while you were ahead. We apologize to the guy. The last thing I need is police officers being pissed off at us. Why would you just take it back? I take it back. Thank you. And put it back up. <laughs> Although that is kind of funny, though. When you're, I mean, not just saying that about cops, but just like any time. It's like, I know J-Dubs did me a favor. He came and he picked me up. Uh, when my car got towed, and he's going to take me home and help me get my car. You know I'm be hearing about this for the next three months. No, I whenever can't. I whenever I need some. Hey, remember that time I went and I no. helped you get your car? How many, how many times do I bring that kind of stuff up? All the time. Never. We can't go through a week without you saying, "Remember that time? No. Remember that time I loaned you a dollar so that you could get something out of the candy machine? Remember Never. that time? Never. You bring it up like right before the Ryan Fest show when you're walking down with the boys. You just pop your head in the dump room. Remember that time I gave you a dollar? And that's the kind of person Dubs is. It works. That's the that's the type of person that I'm forced to be with. Uh, again, eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. To end on a somewhat sexy note, as it's been it's been one heck of one heck of a show, man. When you think about the fact that we ran in here, got here at seven o'clock, uh, we're able to talk about all the things we did. The you know, Bateman's chick and the lying and the whole thing, and you know, all this. There is one thing that I wanted to bring up, and we're talking about family values. We're talking about seventh graders. Let's talk about lesbians while we're at it. Uh, hold on a second. Two seventh graders in Canada were busted for charging boys $5 to watch them kiss in the cafeteria. They got kicked out of school, and they say that the idea came from Madonna and Britney Spears uh, giving the MTV uh, kiss, the infamous MTV kiss. Do Canadians buy everything? Do they have to just jump on every little bandwagon? <laughs> so what you're saying, Jay, does is that this is more of a Canadian issue yeah. than it is a uh, seventh graders committing lesbianism for money. Exactly. What is your problem with Canadians? I know you grew up in Michigan. There's some sort of a rivalry there. Well, it's not 
just Canadians? There's more French Canadians than anything? Why would you see a lot of French Canadians of all people on this earth? Because I, I believe they're the worst of uh, two worlds, you know? You know, the worst of, uh, the, worst of uh, the country is Canada and France, I believe. And when you put those two together, you got like a super monster going. So in French Canadians, have you ever had particular bad uh, experiences with French Canadians? Yeah, one time they raided our, uh, our, we were having a party over at our place. And they just came in walking into our, uh, into our apartment and lined up to go to the bathroom, laying in my bed. Um, some a-hole in a cowboy hat was just swinging it around. Was, and they no, couldn't speak English. They wanted to use our bathroom and uh, drink our beer and lay in our bed and leave. They're, they're scavengers. <laughs> okay, you realize you're saying this about a whole group of people and that somebody could call you a bigot of some sort by saying that you... I am. <laughs> okay, you're going to admit it then. Yeah, I'm not disputing any facts. And i got to say, I like racists and bigots like J-Dubs who will let you know where it is. No more of this corporate racism back in the uh, back halls. Like Cameron. I'm talking. <laughs> I made that up. I'm sorry. I'm talking about people like J Dubs who will just put it out there and say, I hate French Canadians. I never want any of you around me. And there it is. And I'm a bigot. And I'll, I'll, I'm proud about it. Okay, so you hate French Canadians and cops now? Is that what you're saying? And turn off the echo effect. And why does it not even sound like I have much of an echo effect? I don't that, know. That's what threw me off, too. Not the fact that I can't read. But going back, do you remember being in the seventh grade? Now, as we get older and we look back, I mean, there were all various ages here, but as we look back to uh, the seventh grade, I remember people having sex in the seventh grade. And people act like this is some weird issue. And I'll, I'll swear to you, I think I even remember chicks making out in the seventh grade. Chicks making out with each other? Yeah. Wow. I mean, we had cool parties in Texas. I don't know about you guys. Seventh grade, though? I don't think so. Ooh, you guys weren't yeah, thinking? no. You didn't think about sex in the seventh grade? I thought about sex, but not kissing another girl. Really? I mean, I was most recently in the seventh grade, and yeah, like I this. didn't think about sex in the seventh grade, really. I mean, you know, you'd think, like, certain people were cute or whatever, but in seventh grade, I don't think it was a thing of, like, oh, you really want to do somebody. I, was watching... I, I, think, I think you do think that, and at least guys do in seventh grade. I was watching my dad's porn. Yeah, I was watching uh, Naughty Nurses Gone Wild or something when I was, like, in the sixth grade. No, I didn't know exactly what it meant, and I wasn't doing anything because I didn't even know what to do at that point. But I was just like, hmm, this looks cool. Look at these chicks making out. That's pretty sweet. You know, you got something like that going on. What's wrong with that? And so anyway, I'm just thinking, you know, not to you know, dwell on the fact that they were seventh graders, but could you imagine if this worked in real life? I mean, like, you know, of our age, we're right here, Christine and Alexis, where they were like, you know, maybe we want to go grab a uh, extra value meal whenever we're done with the hideout here. I don't have five dollars on me. Then Punani pulls out $5 right there. And we were like, how about this? We'll give you $5 each if you start making out. Have you ever tried that before? No, never. You, let's, let's try an experiment. Why didn't, you try it on, why didn't you try it on your bus whenever you were going up to uh, Wisp? You said there were a couple of hot chicks on the bus. Well, everybody, I think, was in couples anyway, so you can't really... That's even better, though. It usually works out like that because everybody knows where everybody stands. It's like, it's okay, honey. It's just for $5. I mean, you know, $5, you know, it's going to be 99-cent draft night up at the bar at Wisp. Why not? Let's go ahead and do this. You, what about you? Would you, I, let's say at some point I got another chick, our two chicks. You wouldn't say we're sitting around drunk one time and be like, we whip out $5. Would you let the two of our chicks kiss for $5? 
No. Really? No. Homo. <laughs> What's wrong? I mean, I hate to just throw that out there, but you wouldn't want to see a chick that I was dating and your chick kiss. No, because if she's dating you, it's probably not the kind of chick I want my... Oh, come oh. on. Why would you say that? Yeah, but if some chick you were dating wanted to see you and Dubs kiss, see, would you do that? Yeah. How much money? Five bucks? Yeah. I mean, I know, you know, Punani will kiss Dubs for free after all the whole New Year thing. We saw oh, now, hey, now, now my price is going up to at least 50 cents. Uh, if I can make money out of this, would you kiss me right now? Not you. Oh. I was looking at Dubs. Don't hop in saying excited. Uh, perking up. Would you? No. How much money would it take for you to kiss me? Not that I want you to, but I just want to get a figure out. He wants to know the going uh, What kind of kiss? What kind of kiss? The kind of kiss that Tommy and his fake girlfriend had, a tongue. Ooh. Oh, wow. Ooh. We're talking... Now, remember, this could do, affect do our lot, friendship. Do a lot of people know about it? Everyone. It's on the air. It's on the air? I remember when you were in high school, too, and you were having this conversation with your buddies, and you are like, dude, how much would it cost you if you got in the middle of the Coliseum uh, during a pep rally and just sat on a chair and sat there and worked yourself? How much money would it take for you to do that? Would you do it for a million dollars? No way. Are you, <laughs> wow. are you stupid? Of course I would. I'd sit there and manipulate, manipulate myself for a million dollars in front of thousands of people. Why not? Of course I would. Yeah, it's a million dollars. It's your way into movies. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's a million dollars. I'd transfer from this high school. I'd go to another high school, and I'd be a millionaire. Of course I'd do that. And if people found out at my new school, so I got a million dollars. Do you, sucker? Of course you don't, because I was the one smart enough to do it, and I'm set for at least the next five years. <laughs> That's the way I'm looking at it, Dubs. What about you? I'm still kind of pondering how much money it would take for me to kiss you. Let's uh, say let's say this. Let's say Cameron and Alan came to us and said, here's the deal, boys. Wheels are in motion. We got one issue standing in the way to do what we want to do. <laughs> We need to see you guys make out. What kind of <laughs> what kind of no, no, no. what kind of queer bosses do we work for? It would be the publicity photo, and it would have to be obviously very close. And uh, you here's know. the thing: Michael Hughes, Jay <laughs> Stevens, they Cameron Allen. Everybody wants you guys to get together in the conference room. Well, actually, we'll want to go ahead and get together over at Jay's house. <laughs> <laughs> and we want you guys just a, a sweet little tongue kiss. That's all we need. And then I'm you guys okay, so we can take it over. Over. And then you guys are on five nights a week. Yeah. You telling me you wouldn't do that? I'd do it. I'd do it, too. You guys would just take one for the team there. You know? I'd do it for an extra night. I'm not going to lie. Would you do it? Would you do it naked? No, that's gay. Okay. That's, <laughs> you just <laughs> lost five nights before? Oh. I know. I mean, you just lost five nights. I mean, if, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to go all out. Really? Yeah. I'll even spoon with you afterwards. <laughs> I'm not interested. There is no spoon. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Jay, welcome in the hideout. What's shaking? What up, bro? Nothing, man. I don't want to hear about any more of that spooning, though. All right. Sorry about <laughs> that. i my chair over here. What's going on, guys? Not too much. What's up? Hey, nothing, man. Hey, I heard you guys need a website. Yeah, well, we're trying to do... Do are you involved with, like, a company in web hosting and stuff like that? Uh, I own two. Do you really? Yeah. Send us your information. Email us. Um, Jay. You, you know a buddy of mine whose site I did the original design for, who I'm getting ready to rework from Midnight Monkey. Oh, really? Nope. Outstanding. All right, all right. So, uh, Ton, who does MidnightMonkey.com. Got it. Um, all right, here's, here's what I want you to do. Seriously, please email me because I want to call you. Give me your info. I want to call you about uh, getting 
RadioHideout.com up and ready to go. We'll work all this out, man. Uh, a new partnership with the Hideout. Here's the email, JFKHideout at AOL.com, all right? JFKHideout? Yep, at AOL.com. That's outstanding, brother. Look forward to talking to you soon, man. Cool. I'll shoot you a couple of things so you guys can check out some of the previous work. Oh, very good. Outstanding. Look at this. We're getting things going. Things are moving and shaking. We're moving and shaking. Wheels are in motion. Now, all we got to do is kiss. Dr. Ron says J-Dubs would probably kiss you for $3.50. Or a... Port-a-pin. <laughs> you want to? Oh, we got that port-a-pin. How about this? Would you, uh... What if they? What if we were... Right? Let's say this. We're all together at J.S.T. Owen's house. Okay. <laughs> like we usually are. Uh-huh. And uh, there's one port-a-pin. Okay. And so everybody's already used it. All right, so, you know, it always goes in, like, order. So it's, like, Michael's more most important than Jay, than Alan, than Cameron. And they're like, all right, guys. Drink it. We can go to... No! That's really gross. That's gay. <laughs> I need you guys to... Who's, you need to use it. Both of you guys need to use it now. So would you... Would you follow? Would you follow all four of those men? Follow all four of them in the... Quarter pen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Would you really? I mean, you got you got to impress the bosses. What if they were talking syndication? I want you to follow and kiss at the same time. <laughs> oh, God. For a million dollars, man? <laughs> no, this is just for syndication. Oh, okay. And yes. Quarter pen. All right. Uh, go ahead and hit our out music. Quarter right. pen. That's want it. some anytime, anywhere, any place? This portable love box goes where you want to go and is ready whenever you need it. It won't talk back, it doesn't need gifts, and it certainly doesn't care if you finish first. Fellas, the perfect date has arrived. Wouldn't that be awesome if, like, every chick was like that? Does your chick care if you finish first, Dubs? No, I don't, though. Oh, oh, bragging. No. <laughs> Look at me. Yeah, I don't. She usually gets hers first. I'm just that kind of lover. But imagine, if she, you don't have to take it to dinner. I, I sound angry because I'm, you know. No, you got punked. No, I didn't get punked. Twice. I lost my marriage. Oh, by tonight? Man? I mean, we got two stories of you being punked, which is, I mean, you've been punked. You haven't been punked yet, and you got it twice. Jesus, you're right, man. I, I feel like we had a pretty good show. And now I gotta do, go deal with getting my car back. I don't know what I should do. I tell you this: next week, man, we're calling those people. We're calling them on the air and asking them why they're thieves. How dare you? And, and when he comes down to it, the whole the tow truck thing—that was for medical reasons. I mean, there yeah. were medical reasons why I was parked where it was. I don't want to go into it too much, but believe me, it was for medical reasons. I, mean, I can't go into it, but I swear to you. And those sons of bitches. All right, well, I want to thank everybody who came to hang out. Of course, we have Christine and Alexis who hung out with us. Uh, Punani, thank you for stopping in. Uh, Tommy Bateman and I guess the actress Ashley and that whole situation. Formerly known as Bateman. Also, MidnightMonkey.com. Of course, MidnightMonkey.com, N-I-T-E. That's where you can get the... Port-a-pin. Right on cue. This has been the new hit, El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK, also known as The Hideout, featuring El Jefe and J-Dubs. Stacy's show is next. J-Dubs, thank you for everything, brother. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. We'll see you next week. We out, bitch. Port-a-pin.
Hi, this is Troy Aikman, and you're listening to El Jefe's Hideout on 1067 WJFK. Tommy's a fag, Tommy's a virgin. Oh, oh. Tommy's a fag, Tommy's a virgin. Hi, this is Troy Aikman, and you're listening to El Jefe's Hideout. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. Oh, God, no more. No. Hi, this is Troy Aikman, and you're listening to El Jefe's Hideout on 1067 WJFK.